Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Session. Report to the chat room, pin and pat a hand. 
beat it early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rap tools. The bump by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. From the very second that the show starts. You witness it compose off, think Mozart, huh? The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do as they shot. Man, they so saw. Don't be thrown off any so off. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Nolan Legend Radio, and you are now rocking the best. Yes, indeed, is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right? Sure to be joined by my co-host any second now. School family, please settle in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We are on air, broadcasting live. No Ledge Radio is in your area. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, family. All right, Red, you on the line? Press one so I can see you in the call queue. Okay. I assume that brother's going through some communication issues. In the meantime, in between time, again, please unwind, relax yourself. Go to your networks, make an update, post to your Twitter, update status on Facebook, Instagram, the flyer. All right, let the people know that you are now rocking with the best over at KTL Radio. Class is in session. We have a wonderful episode on deck this evening. Featuring the milestone, you know. I've always wanted to uh, have a conversation with this brother. You know, interview the brother just for uh, historical reasons, you know what I'm saying? I've always been intrigued in in getting some answers about some questions in my mind that were lingering a long time. So that opportunity will be presented tonight here on the Ledge Radio. And I'm sure as well the audience may have some questions that they framed for the brother, Dr. Malik Zulu-Shabazz, the leader the figurehead for the New Black Panther Party, all right? 
Again, I'm on the West Coast. The sun is still out where I'm at, but I'm sure that the family on the East Coast and other parts of the planet are witnessing the beautiful, illustrious glow and glare from the blue moon hanging so high in the air. See if uh, See if the brother See if he showed up yet Okay with no further ado Family We present to you The other half of the two twin pillars Brother Reptil Peace 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 to the God Peace to the God Yes, indeed. Peace family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your co-host, the brother Red Pillar. Yes, I am in the building. Pardon me. You are technical difficulties. Indeed, indeed. You know, those things do happen. But nonetheless, we here, we in the building. Under this blue moon, Ashe. Under this blue moon, can you uh, give a testimonial? As to what you see where you're at, like I said, what I see is rah, roaring. The sun is bright still in sunny California. Yes, you can. Well, I'm out here in Houston, Texas. You know what I mean? And um, you know, it's 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 radiant right now. You know what I mean? I'm looking at it. It's directly outside of the window. As a matter of fact, I'm in an interesting place. You know what I mean? In the, in the, in the spirit of Pluto, I'm over here by Nassau, you know what I'm saying, with all of the astronauts, you know. So I, I actually went by the space. Yeah, I went by the space center today. So Houston, we do have a problem. You know what I mean? I'm checking out space. Huh? I said, Houston, we do have a solution as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Shout out to my Houston family out here, you know what I mean? Uh, We are actually preparing to uh, have a a gathering on Sunday, you know what I mean, with all of the family in Houston. So I definitely want the Houston family to reach out, you know what I'm saying, to – you know, let me know what's going on because I, I don't know how to get in contact with everybody. So uh, I need the family to uh, hit me on an email at filthmore at gmail. That's P-H-I-L-T-H-M-O-O-R at gmail, like Philip Thomas Morland. Or you can hit us up on Notalesh TV backslash Facebook. Let us know that y'all out here, you know what I'm saying? So we can get this going. I'm trying to fill up that rocket shit. We're gonna take a trip. But yeah, that that moon is powerful right now. That moon is definitely powerful. You know, I'm awaiting it. I've been ritualizing the majority of the day, just attuning myself to the frequency. Um, do you wanna do this special thing? Do you wanna let your queen come forth and speak about what this full moon is about, being that she's carrying her own you know, her Bella, her, her full moon as well. Exactly. All right, hold on. I'm going uh, to give her the phone real quick. Hello? 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 Hello
let her touch on it. She said give her two minutes. All right, she got it. All right. Ken Don, child, Money dance the good. So how was your weekend? The weekend was beautiful. You know what I mean, the weekend was cool. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm in daddy mode right now. You know, I'm just preparing for that, that, that new arrival and everything. So everything is family orientated right now. You know, I ain't trying to do too much. You know, what I mean, I ain't trying to, I'm, I'm not trying to spread myself thin. So. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of family, family things going on this weekend. But nevertheless, everything was beautiful, though. How about you? How was your, uh, how was your weekend? Um, weekend was amazing. You know what I'm saying? The weekend was amazing. I um, had the opportunity to share it with the family out here in Los Angeles. Yeah, man. Uh, I think you're saying that watermelon, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harvey Fest out here in um in Los Angeles. In particular we were in the Merck Park, which is the most you know, historically quote unquote black part of Los Angeles. A lot of history over there. I'm saying this is where the um the elders gather to do the drummer circle on Sundays. So they had the parade and everything and we just set up throughout the day, just with building with the family. They had a lot of Different people come to the podium to speak, which makes even tonight's presentation um, so on point because I have seen, you know, some strong brothers and sisters come forth representing the New Black Panther Party out here in L.A., you know what I'm saying? And, and I was really impressed by the discourse that they were sharing with the family and the way that they was like, look, you know, we could be in these streets straight banging, which is what we used to be doing, or we could be doing this. You know, stop complaining when you see them come through mob deep, all blacked up. People get scared out here. And um, because there's a history that has already been implemented by way of the Black Panther Party and the work that they put in, in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, the, the modern-day history is pretty much rooted in that time period. It kind of has terraformed and terraframed society at large out here, one of the key reasons why this was ground zero for crack cocaine and the gangs and what have you to, to destabilize that energy, that power vortex, but they terrified of it out here. But the the will the willingness to bring it back and the fight and the struggle is is always is counterweighed by the fact that the children know that there are elders, brothers and sisters sitting in the confines of the prisons of the United States system, feel me, rotting away. Mm. So, you know the irony? Yeah. Hmm? The irony in all of that is that the family ran to see the butler this weekend, you know what I mean? So they could see the, they could see the Black Panthers, you know, uh, depicted uh, from uh, Lee Daniels and Oprah Winfrey's point of view, you know. But when they see a real Panther, I don't know. So there was there was kind of tough on the Panthers in this movie. I didn't see the movie. Uh, I ain't see it either. You know, but I I know from the the depiction of the uh for the 
depiction of the poster. They got uh, Forrest Whitaker as a butler with his black fist in the air. From ooh, look at that moon! Lord have mercy. From uh, what I read in the reviews and whatnot, they're talking about it's uh, they're focusing on the Black Power movement because that movie happens to be uh, a time period movie where they're going through different generations because you know, you know the Caucasians they do uh, they they do movies like J Edgar Hoover to show how Jagger Hoover went through seven presidents, but, you know what I'm saying, for us, we get the butler, so we get to see the time periods of, you know, our people through the through our struggle through the eyes of a butler. So, uh, you know. Right. Well, so, yeah. Nonetheless, it was Marcus Garvey's birthday, you know what I'm saying? The irony of that is kind of somewhat staggering as well. Yeah. And the theme, huh? Now, I said salute to uh, the most honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey, MMG, the original. Huh. Huh. And, um, you know, just, just taking that into account, where he stood for the message that he brought was alive and well this past weekend in the Merck Park with um, the family gathered, showing love to the vendors, the vendors showing love to one another. You know, the babies were coming forth and, and reading poems and speaking, and they, they received, um, like, accreditation. They had past courses and what have you. It was just a beautiful event, beautiful family beautiful. event. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, as always, with my commentary about my experiences out in Los Angeles, a lot needs to be done out here, you know, and, and it's going to require resources, it's going to require patience, and it's going to require a strategy, you know what I'm saying? But these are people that genuinely, you know, they, they have that love in their heart. This place is just heavily, heavily infected by the highly weird energy, the highly weird vibe. It permeates all corridors of this society. There's really no way to get away from it. It's like it, it, it's, it's just it's like the power is out. It's out. Yeah. So people be Hollywood and don't even know they be in Hollywood. You feel me? It's just the air they breathe. It's the water that they drink. It's the energy that they're just interfacing and interacting with every day. Mm, interesting. It's that smog. It's that smog they talk about. You know what I'm saying? That smog more so is, you know, the collective consciousness of this particular place where people can have individually, but because, yeah. like I said, the movement was so fractured and the media campaign so thorough that there's no desire or drive for collective, you know, unity or, or you know, everyone um, just being on that one accord. There's more division that I've seen here in a short amount of time than I've seen in New York. Real talk. Wow. Like, you serious? Yeah. The, the, click, the click mentality and, you know what I'm saying, I don't fuck with them because... They dot their eyes to the left and cross their T's. Like, it's four or five different Morris groups 
None of them salute one another when they see each other in the streets, or if they do, it's something that's not genuine and, like, totally expressive of love. So you have this new culture of moors that, that I call them the post-hitting color moors. They're going into the temples, and they're adorning themselves, you know what I'm saying, with the moors' acrimants, titles, and turbans. and You know, they're getting really into the aesthetics of it, but in terms of the... Uh, the principles of it, that's still something yeah. that hasn't been taught thoroughly or they're still learning, so it don't translate well. So you'll see them in, in the streets clicked up, but nobody's talking to the quote-unquote 85 is the fallen humanity. No one's concerned with that. It's just about, you know, I got the best piece of what Drew Ali came and brought and has to offer, and our temple is the cleanest. Right. You know, it's, and a, it's another set tripping. It's, it's, it's the gangbang mentality. Mm. So if you take a, a, a coarse slice of gangbang mentality, you mix it in with Hollywood energy, and then you factor in that this is ground zero for where nuclear war took place by way of biological weapons being unleashed on the community via the CIA by way of crack, okay, and then you also understand that this is where industry collapsed and a lot of people migrated from places that industry collapsed, such as in the South, in the Midwest. So alcohol abuse, alcoholism, the bottle, living in the bottle, is such a pertinent, strong factor out here that, again, that also to me seems to ring a little bit more uh, louder than what I witnessed in New York because L.A. is a big city, but where you deal with the melanated population, there's not a big swath of the city. It's confined somewhat to a box. So you get to see this experiment very close up. And I'm telling you, like when Kendrick says swimming pools, L.A. is a swimming pool, B. Like alcohol, is is the binding, it's the place where black and brown meet in Los Angeles. That's what they have in common. And that's also where they interface with the Korean because he sells it to them. So the Asian is, is the merchant in that exchange, okay? The brown is the partner. They'll drink a beer together and drink some liquor, and they get along when they're doing that. That's the social setting that is centered around alcohol consumption, is where the melting pot exists. You feel me? Yes, sir. You know, and, and in some ways, you know what I'm saying, drugs as well, that's also the church under which all people pray collectively. So it's, it's, it's a weird analysis, man. My whole thing is like I'm selling Seamoss for what the premium is, $7, and I'm telling them, this is something that not only tastes good, it's going to make you feel good. they like, I could go get some night train for $3, and it's going to make me feel good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're going up, you're going up against that. You're going against that. You're in a place okay. nigga, where people are throwing 40 ounces up, right? But to the sky, like... Mm-hmm. Throwing it back. No skirts or nothing on it. No brown bags. No plastic. 
Wanna <laughs> dig me? Like drinking forties, my nigga. Yeah.
fat crab and lobsters. You know what I mean? So all of that is game. You know what I'm saying? All that shit is infected. I'm sorry, family. I ain't going to be lightweight with it. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm I'm forecasting. I'm Scorpio, so I have a, a birthright to do shit like this. And it's not about, yo, if we don't change the cycle, are you going to stop the cycle? For real, like, you can't control cracking your neighborhood. You're talking about stopping radiation from spreading in one ecological system to another when the shit travels on streams. And they got mm. radiation in the water in the Great Lakes now and all of that. Like, some real talk that we need to talk about. So, the oil, the radiation, all of that, like, water is, 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 is the key element on this planet. Well, one of the uh, benefits that you have, you know what I'm saying, with having the machine, the KTL machine behind you, is that uh, you could go ahead and put together, you know, uh, either classes or you could put together a presentation for the brothers and sisters out there in Los Angeles to inform them about what it is that they're not being informed about because we know that the mass media and things of that nature will not tell them about the radiation and the water and things of that nature until it's too late. But what I do want to do, brother man, is I want to prepare ourselves for the show tonight because I guess is on um, a time schedule that brother has work that he's doing. So I yes. want to uh, get ready to bring our, our guests in for tonight. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, props for that flyer that you did. That that was a very powerful flyer. I loved it. Traditional, you like know that? what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It did what it had to do. All right. So family, do me a favor. Like we asked you earlier, go ahead and um, – Update your Facebook pages or go on your Twitter or your Instagram and let the family know that Know the Ledge Radio is in the building and you are now rocking with the best. And we are broadcasting tonight. Tonight's show is Malik Zulu Shabazz, Black Power, Myth or Reality. Join us tonight on Know the Ledge Radio as we proudly welcome world-renowned activist, attorney, and national chairman of the new Black Panther Party, Malik Zulu Shabazz. He will discuss in detail his upcoming lecture entitled Black Power, Myth or Reality, and will also speak on his upcoming Million Man March, the Million Youth March 2013 event that will be taking place in Harlem, New York City, September 7th. All right? So without any further ado, we want to open up the lines for the 20255. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, peace. Am I honored to be on on Know the Ledge Radio? Uh, can I do yes, one indeed, thing, brother? Can I do yes. one thing? I have somebody special that wants to just read a brief announcement, one of our youth. And she'll okay. tell you who she is, and she's going to read an announcement, and then she's going to introduce me. Can I do that? Of course you can, brother. Let me take Please that do. liberty. Go right. Hold one second. Go ahead. I'm Cece Shabazz. Peace. I'm Cece Shabazz. Black Power. Million Black Youth Power. March. 15th anniversary. 
anniversary rally. Saturday, September 7th, 2013. Black Family Convention. Massive rally. Location, Harlem State Office Building Plaza, 125th Street at Adam Clayton Powell, Historic Harlem, New York. Million Youth March. Now, here comes Malik Shabazz. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brothers, I had to do that tonight. Because uh, that's part of Black Power, man. My little seven-year-old. And I haven't seen her in a while. No doubt, no doubt. That was awesome right there. I've been on the run so much, I haven't seen my daughter. Thank you so much for allowing me that. Yes, sir. We know how that feels, brother. Um, I have a five-year-old, you know, who I haven't seen in a minute as well. So I definitely can relate. And we um, we we often have to ask permission of the elders before we speak. So to have the put to have the youth open up the floor for your presentation is monumental right there, brother. I definitely mm-hmm. Yeah, I give props for that. So um please before we even begin, can you introduce yourself to the family? All right. Dear beloved black family, my name is Malik Zulu Shabazz. I am an attorney at law and I am the chairman of the New Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. I'm the founder of Black Lawyers for Justice, and I am the convener of the 15th anniversary of the Million Youth March, which was convened by my mentor, Minister Khalid Muhammad. And so I'm heading up the Million Youth March and the National Black Family Convention in Harlem, New York. I am a professional organizer, and I'm a soldier for the liberation and salvation struggle of the black man and woman in America and throughout the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to be on with you. We're happy to have you here tonight, brother. Um, Well, we got a few things that we're going to... Give me ten seconds. Ten seconds. I'm coming right back. Okay. All right. No doubt. Yes, sir. Blue, you with us, right? Yes, indeed. All right, all right. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry. No doubt. Before we begin our presentation tonight, um, I wanted to briefly ask you about your travels overseas. I saw on the social networks that you took a trip over to Africa earlier in the year. So um, can you share with the family how that experience was? Thank you for asking the question. Because... I did take, and we did take, an historic trip to South Africa, which is called by the people of that land, the Zania. And I did take an historic trip also to Zimbabwe, which is under the leadership of His Excellency, the newly elected and uh, re-elected, re-elected president of Zimbabwe, the Honorable Robert Mugabe. And I was able to go on a serious, revolutionary, political, organizing, and fact-finding mission to those two nations, which really opened my eyes, brother, to Africa. You know, we talk Africa a lot here in our movement, the RBG movement, the Black Power movement. We have Africa as our focus. And so we have to go to Africa. I was blessed to be in Africa 
and to absorb the culture, and in particular absorb the revolutionary culture. I was there with the Pan-African Congress of Azania. I was invited by them, the PAC, and also ZANU-PF, the government and the leading political party in Zimbabwe. So, um, you know, my trip to Africa was eye-opening, it was progressive, and it laid the foundation for much more to come in the near future. It laid the foundation for a great work we plan on doing in Africa uh, in the near future. We're planning a convention or a major conference next year, and there's land in Africa, there's gold in Africa, there's diamonds in Africa, and so... Yeah. That's where we, I mean, not not that we're just talking about that, but we're talking about the balance here in the spirit of my aunt. We're talking about land and struggle and also um, making real progress for our people. Those are some of the reasons why I went to South Africa and Zimbabwe. Can you share with us some of the conditions, both mentally, economically, and spiritually, of our people in Africa that you witnessed and, and that, you know, that you can share with us? Well, I want to share with you that if you live in the projects of Chicago, if you live in what you would call the worst projects in Brooklyn or Harlem, New York, or Newark, New Jersey, it's true that there is poverty. There is poverty in America, extreme poverty sometimes in America, but it does not compare to Africa. And the con and some of the conditions in Africa uh particularly in nations that are under sanctions like Zimbabwe. You don't know poverty, black man and woman of America. You really don't know hard times. And so to a great degree, brother, we're blessed with ease. But when you really get over there on the continent, in many areas overseas, not just Africa, you understand that original people and indigenous people many times have their life rough. They go into Zimbabwe and they give a dollar bill and to see a a $2 bill, which I ain't seen in years, an old, wrinkled up, broken and taped together $2 bill, still in circulation, look like it's been in circulation 20 years in Zimbabwe. You go in certain cities and areas where they have to turn the lights off at night to preserve electricity, then you understand that out of our sojourn of over 400 years in America that we have been blessed and we have a duty to our people around the world. But also, Can I share something, brother? Yeah. I have a chart in front of me that uh, that uh, that's, you know, talking about the minimum wages around the world. Mm -hmm. And at the top of that chart happens to be Australia, where their minimum wage is $16.88 per hour. And um, slightly about four, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven paces down is the United States of America, and the uh, minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. And as you go down the chart, you'll run into the melanated country, one being Brazil, where the minimum wage is a dollar and ninety-eight cents uh, per hour. Then we get into Mexico, where it's sixty-six cents an hour. China is eighty-eight, eighty cents an hour. The Philippines is sixty-one cents an hour for minimum wage. India is twenty-eight cents an hour, and the lowest on the totem pole is Sierra Leone, with three cents. 
for the minimum wage an hour. And when I posted that on the Facebook, I just wanted the family to know that there is a reason that some of our brothers and sisters from these quote-unquote third-world countries come to the Americas and wrap circles around the uh, black, what they deem as the uh, African-Americans, those who are um, native to this land. And when we speak about the evils or the injustices of quote-unquote white supremacy in the, in the quote-unquote system, they look at us like, well, you know, I don't know what it is that you're talking about because where I come from, that's the true injustice. That's the true uh, suppression. That's real oppression over here is their biblical land of milk and honey. Well, So by reading that chart, it, it really explained a lot to me as to the differences in perception. Well, my, now, my dear beloved brother, let's, let's read behind the lines and go deeper beyond that chart. It is true, maybe many of those figures in that chart, but also... If they want to ask us the question in America, why are we complaining about America and complaining about the white man of America, yeah. we must make it clear that much of the poverty, inequality, and want all over the world and in third world nations was created and fostered by the white man of America, by the white yeah. man of England, and by white people of Europe. We read Professor Walter Rodney of how Europe underdeveloped Africa. And we understand the very nature of the white world wicked capitalist system. And this white world wicked capitalist system has placed a value on land and property and now have the peoples of the earth struggling to pay rent. When before the white man came, we were living all right. We exactly. had housing. We had clothing. We ate and picked diamonds up out of the earth and played with them like we playing with playing with toys, a child playing with toys. We exactly. had everything we needed in African society prior to the coming of the white man, and we did not consider ourselves to be impoverished, and we were not impoverished. We were not under famine. We were not under the bad conditions until we ran into the white man. And so the reason why we are speaking against this white man is because we are tip-tap dancing here on the tongue of the rattlesnake that is wrapped all over the world, that is squeezing and bleeding the masses of the indigenous people, black, brown, and yellow, and is squeezing them up out of their countries and making them run over here. Half the reason they're trying to get in here is due to the policies that come from Washington, D.C., policies that come from the IMF and other MFs, policies that come out of the Pentagon, policies that come out of the Treasury Department, economic, capitalist, blood-sucking policies coming from this enemy here have enslaved the peoples of the, world, of the earth. So you got multi-billionaires here. And all these millionaires here, and you got a brother and sister, a teacher, uh, in some cases engineers driving cabs in many of these countries, uh, making some, as you say, three cent an hour, dollar an hour, 50 cent an hour. But, brother, don't take it as because the black, not that you are, 
but don't take it because the black and the brown and the red are somehow inferior or impoverished or less blessed. Brother, this has been going on for 500 years. All poverty, inequality, and homeless today, as I conclude on that question, all poverty, inequality, homelessness, lack of wages, oppression, death, famine, malaria, all of it, my dear brother, the responsibility of it rests with the white man of America. So as we go into this discussion, I want to be clear in the spirit of my teaching that I don't come to pin the tail on the donkey. I come to pin the tail on the honky tonight on Know the Ledge Radio. Indeed. Yes, sir. Are we still on? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right. Let me sit down here and let's go into it. I just hopped off the train from New York City, and, uh, you know, we heavy off into this building a black power movement. And to answer the question, black power, myth or reality, I'm, um, I'm happy to be on because, you know, there's some out there that are teaching that black power is a myth and we shouldn't be teaching it and it will never succeed. And I'm firmly against that teaching in this day yes, and age. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So you might want to start um, on that. You want to, might want to start, you know, with that particular premise. Explain to the family, that as I opened up for my introduction, you know, I'm here on the West Coast. I'm here in Los Angeles. And I was speaking to my brother about the ramifications that I have been witnessing um, by way of, you know, a movement that somewhat has roots out here, but in many ways has been uprooted in this particular place, you know, by way of a lot of different programs that were enacted, in particular this being Ground Zero for crack cocaine, you know, gang somewhat being, being misdirected and that destabilizing with many he has the strength of the movement because these are warriors and soldiers out here. So can you speak on, you know, that in terms of the origins of the, the, the ideology behind what is termed as quote-unquote black power? Because the way to address and deal with something first and foremost is defying So can we do that? Yes, sir, we can and we must. My dear brother, black power has been taught by the greatest black men and women that have ever walked the face of the planet Earth and have been taught in many different ways on many different days for a long time. When the Haitian Revolution rose up and Toussaint Le Overture and Dessalines and Bukman rose up on the, on the island of Haiti for a revolution to attack and drive out Oh, wicked slave master, the French, and that have brought us from Africa, them and others, the Spanish and others, all of them in that area, Hispaniola and other devils that have brought us and drug us out of Africa. And on the Haitian Revolution, Dessalines and Bukman and Toussaint Le Overture, they were killing everything white that was in sight, but they believed in black power. 
They believe that the island of Haiti belonged to black people, and every square inch of it must be owned and controlled by black people, and that this enemy, this enemy slave master, must be driven off the island. They taught black power in the Haitian Revolution. Nat Turner believed in black power. When Nat Turner was rose up in a rebellion and went from plantation to plantation, cutting white throats and killing white folks, Nat Turner believed in black power, the power of black people to rise up against his slave master and fulfill what's called Exodus 21 in the book of Exodus, he who stealeth the man and he who selleth that man. And if he be caught with that man in his hand, surely he shall be put to death. And Nat Turner took that teaching and said that the black man has that power to eliminate his slave master. So I say, and we agree, that black that Nat Turner taught black power. Marcus Mosiah Garvey, who taught one God, one aim, and one destiny, he was all about black power. Marcus Mosiah Garvey rose up from St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica, and arrived organizing in Harlem. He ain't have Facebook. He ain't have Twitter. He ain't have Instagram. He ain't have email. He ain't have television, none of that. But he organized over 5 million black people, and all he talked about was Africa for the Africans at home and abroad. He taught about economic power, cultural power for black people, and he gave the, he even was, pioneered the use of the word black in way back in the 20s when black was unheard of. Marcus Mosiah Garvey taught black power. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught nothing but black power, taught us about a black God, a black religion, a black economic system. Everything Elijah was teaching and preaching and doing was black, and it was for power for black people. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be arguing come this Sunday. August the 25th at the National Black Theater, as I had taken on a heavyweight, Amin Ray, or Brother Nasut, called Polite of the New Covenant, who says that black power is played out, that black power is whack, that black power is not what's happening and it never worked. I will say, hell no. Who the hell is he to go against the teachings of Marcus Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, on another level, Noble Drew Ali, on another level, the Black Panther Party, Stokely Carmichael or Kwame Ture, H. Rap Brown, the divine revolutionaries of the black nation. Who in the hell could teach against black power? and would teach against such a holy and divine doctrine. So, my dear brother, these are the origins of the teachers of it and the practitioners of it and the organizers of black power. And this is why I will never give up that belief in ideology. I got too much respect uh, for the early or what I call Old Testament Huey P. Newton, too much respect for Kwame Ture, too much respect for Mukasa Ricks, too much respect for Imam Jamil Alameen, H. Rap Brown, Minister Malcolm X, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, Carlos Cooks, Father Allah, Clarence 13X, uh, again, the Marcus Mosiah Garvey. I have too much respect for them, and I'm trying to hold up their mantle. 
This is the foundation and the origins of black power. Black power comes about as a result of white power. And white power so oppressive and stifling, black people came up with a drive and a thrust called black power in the 1960s down in Greenwood, Mississippi. Because they were tired, my dear brother, of marching and begging the white man. Begging the white man for a job. Begging the white man for a place in his society. Begging the white man for a bill. Begging to be included in society. Hell no, said Mukasa Ricks. And Kwame Ture, they chanted black power. And black power took over the rest of the 1960s and the 70s. And today it's still championed by those who are holding the line today. And I'm talking about the Honorable Khalid Abdul Muhammad and other young brothers who are out on the scene. General Sarah Sutan Seti, who will be with us at this Million Youth March. And others, other young revolutionaries under the RBG, they believe in black power. Now these are the origins of it. It's the reasons it come about because of white power, white oppression, white supremacy. And hopefully during the course of this show, we're going to break down what black power really means and can mean in the life of the black man and woman of America and around the world in 2013. Is it just some talk and some rhetoric, or is it a reality that we can bring into existence, this thing we're talking about called black power? All right. That was a very, you know, thorough explanation of it as it has appeared and surfaced throughout time and history. Now, we are here in the present-day context of, you know, where we're at in, in the world. You know, we, we, we just saw what took place with Trayvon, you know, and the outcry that followed it. And a lot of people are frustrated with the initial response saying that People are, are pretty much relying on antiquated answers, you know, things that are outdated and, and, and pretty much pretty predictable, such as marching and, and, and even threats of boycotts that never do follow through. So as somebody that is also pretty much on the front line and, you know, they were, you were used by media as somewhat... You know, as, as as a poster boy of what they are now trying to reemphasize as uh, an impending race war and things of this nature that they talk about on talk radio and on these different news outlets on cable news. So, what what has been your perspective in regards to dealing with these people in this particular arena? You know, like what games are being played by way of the propaganda that's been utilized against the Black Panthers of today, you know what I'm saying, the manifestation of it in the, in the, in the present day, and what also is your assessment of the community's response to these particular situations that have been popping up, not only with Trayvon Martin, but across the country and across the world. You raised several good points in there. I'll cover a couple of them. You said that um, people are tired. I'm just paraphrasing. That people are tired of just marching. That's a good point. You said that boycotts that people never follow through on. That's another point you raised there. 
and then you go on to talk about, um, I guess, the enemy or the enemy and enemy forces use it as a poster boy, in your words, or mischaracterizing us as either racists or rabble-rousers or even worse than that, black man, terrorists. And how do we respond to that? Let me try to cover some of them points, good points you raised. First of all, I want to say that um, this Million Youth March is a mass gathering. It is not a march where we're marching through the streets. Though for the right cause, I am for moving some masses through some streets. Ain't no doubt about it. But I am, sir, here to say that this is a mass gathering on the Adam Clayton Powell State Office Building grounds. We're expecting thousands, over 10,000, maybe more, depending on what God bless us with. We're trying to reach and capture a critical mass, a critical amount of our people with the youth at the forefront, and a critical amount of activists and organizers that believe in black power, liberation for our people, and saving our youth. We are, we are convening them there. And we have a purpose there. Now, the problem, and it just ties into so-called boycotts also. And this is what we're trying to beat and fighting hard to beat and sweating to beat in this hour. You see, black people, whether they civil rights or black nationalists, Democrat or Republican Party or Black Panther Party, we are short-distance runners, unfortunately. We're not long-distance runners. We're short-distance runners. And the white man can calculate how long we'll be upset about an issue right. before we get tired and we're going to fall out. He can, tie, he can right. predict it overnight. Black man right. killed by the police. Within the first seven days, there are going to be this amount of protest. And then within the first 14 days... They're going to be 50% of that amount of protest. Within 21 days, it'll be down to 25% of the original amount. And God damn it, in 30 days, these Negroes will forget who the police killed. Right. And Trayvon Martin, as much outrage as it was about Trayvon in the beginning, about Zimmerman being free in the beginning, when the million hoodie marches, and they were breaking out everywhere. God damn it, where was that intensity at the time of the trial? That's civil rights and brothers and sisters around the country and the new Black Panther Party. Where the hell were we doing the trial? Surrounding that damn courthouse and forcing that jury through public pressure to do justice. And so, my dear brother, what the problem is with our people is that, and then I'm going to let you come back in because I know these are some long points, but I want to say that we we are here and fighting hard to break the mold of emotional temper tantrums and temporary struggles. And we are digging in here to build a movement for the long haul, and I'm placing my personal credibility on the line as a man that have been on this battlefield since Howard University and since I brought Louis Farrakhan to Howard University in 1988 to say that Malik Zulu Shabazz is a long-distance runner, that 
Malik Zulu Shabazz, who taught by Minister Khaled Abdul Muhammad, is here for the long run, and we got to build a movement that is prepared for the long run, and we got to dig in against these enemies and problems that are facing our people, and we got to have some tenacity, and we got to have some determination, and we got to have some guts, and we got to have some testicles. And we got to show this enemy that we're serious, otherwise we're going to be taken as a joke. And so this mass march and this mass rally on September 7th for us is just the beginning and the highlight point of the rejuvenation of the black power movement in the hells of America. And this black power movement, my dear brother, has plans. Plans as we look down 125th Street and certain bloodsuckers or exploiters are exploiting our people right on 125th Street. On that day and after that day, all of our forces and contacts, we're going to target some of these bloodsuckers in our communities and drive them from business. And that will be black power. The power of black people to shut you down when we have found you guilty of exploiting our people. The power of black people to do what? What do we need, man? Real power is not short-term power. Real power, you got when you got the power of electricity in your home, you don't have lights for one night, and then the next night you're in the dark. That ain't power. That's lack of power. We're talking about continued, constant power. What am I saying here? Stop and frisk. A federal court judge has ruled that New York City policies of stop and frisk violate the Fourth Amendment. A federal yep. court judge has found the New York City Police Department and its mayor guilty of practicing racial profiling and have put them under federal monitors and have re rebuked and spanked and sanctioned the New York City Police Department. But I'm here to tell you, just because a judge from the bench, a federal court judge, rules against New York City, I'm here to tell you that that won't necessarily end racial profiling or illegal stop and frisk here in uh, uh, New York City. So on that day, September 7th, and at our convention, September 5th and 6th, at the Adam Clayton Powell State Office Building, we are going to give the people a new plan to resist stop and frisk. We're going to give them tools and education and information that will help resist stop and frisk. We will be recruiting for community patrols and police patrols in the very spirit of the original Black Panther Party, but now in the hands of the masses with their iPhones and smartphones and the information that we're going to be giving them on what black people need to know. You know I got a pamphlet that I'm dropping on that day. What black people know need to know in dealing with the police. We're going to have some policy that we're going to carry out on the long term on the streets of New York. So I could go all into it, black man. But I'm here to tell you that we have to have leadership that is for the long term. We have to have leadership that can survive black people. In order to survive leading black people, now you've got to be tough because my, these Negroes will kill you. And you go among, you say you're going to come amongst black people and you're going to uh, uh, 
organize them and redeem them and resurrect them and get them on the right road, you better be a long-distance runner, and you better have the power of God with you because these Negroes will kill you because they are hard to get along with people in general, even though they're the choice of God. And so you can understand, well, brother, what happened? You was in the movement. I was in I was in there for a year, too, man, but I'm gone. You know, I, I got to go. I got to do this. I got to go feed my family. I'm gone. We see it all the time, in and out, in and out of the movement. They get frustrated with the movement. Many leaders in the RBG community have tried to form organizations and lead our community. Many, Some have tried to form other versions of the Black Panther Party, New Black Panther this and that. Man, these Negroes will wear you out. And so <laughs> the bottom line to it, black man, is my point, my answer to this question is we got to have leadership that can survive and that can manage and handle organizing black people. we got to have leadership with a vision and integrity that are looking for the long run and not the spotlight. we got to have leadership that have a firm ideology so no matter which way the wind is blowing, they got sound roots and believe in certain principles and values, and therefore you know that they will never let the people down. And so these are some of the ways, just some of the ways that we can get over just being short-distance people, brothers and sisters that just get excited for a minute. I'm here to tell you, brother, I'll tell you this with every fiber of, of fiber in my body, every breath in my body. At this time, with all this work that we're putting in for September 7th, that it will make a change in the way we are organizing black people, that it will set a new standard and example. We have a black power movement that have emerged in New York and a black power movement that is emerging around the country. I want all of you who are listening, who are maybe wary or you don't understand uh, of the new Black Panther Party, or you may be hesitant about Attorney Malik Zulu Shabazz. Some of you may even love Dr. Khaled Muhammad, and you don't give a damn about me. I want you to give me a second look. Give me a second chance and give this Million Youth March another look for this massive gathering. It's all about black power and building a black power movement and building it first amongst our youth so that we can Fight this battle for the long term. That's all I'll say on that, but I don't want to forget them other points you raised. But that's all. That's what I want to say as we get started into this discussion. You okay, man? Yeah, that's powerful. All right, I'm here with you. I'm here, here with my little queen, you know. And then saying it's a broad, you know, what we got to do and what you all are doing is important. We have to broaden the definition of black power. Because black power extends to our family. It's not just ideological. It's not just theoretical. Or it's not just the economy in the community and the politics in the community. Sometimes it's your own household, your own domestic situation. You know, black power for me is that as a black activist, revolutionary, and attorney, busy as hell. But damn it, when I get back home, I'm going to get my daughter. I don't want to leave her with her mama or auntie or none of them. Black power for me is raising this black baby right here who called me all my trip asking, when is my daddy coming home? That's black power. Black power is down to the most deepest and personal level into the way we live our lives, man. 
And so we just at a certain point in time, man, well, you on the telephone, you, all of you who believe in this teaching, man, we're saying that Saturday, September 7th is a day where we can make a new start and show the people that black power is not a myth, that black power can be a new reality in our lifetime. Out. Indeed. Indeed. Definitely. Blue, you there? Yes, I'm right here. I just want to know, uh, Brother Malik, on a personal note, you know, and if you don't want to share this information over the uh, radio show, you don't have to. But um, in the beginning, you brought, you brought up the whole Zimmerman-Trayvon trial, and I remember that there was a public, you know, it was a public article about one of your um, uh, new Black Panther members posting a $10,000 uh, reward for the arrest, all right, or the abduction of George Zimmerman. And this was at the time when they weren't indicting him. I just want to know, because I didn't, I, I, I didn't speak to anybody in, inside of the party, did anybody, like, in the entertainment industry, such as uh, the uh, rappers or the athletes or the actors or anybody with exposable income or expendable income, because, you know, those, those brothers spend $10,000 every night in the, uh, in the clubs, whether they're in the strip clubs or whether they're buying bottles in the regular clubs. Did anybody reach out and attempt to match that? Let me explain it, because those are good questions. And I want everybody who's listening to know that when you heard about a $10,000 bounty or a $10,000 reward offer for a citizen's arrest on George Zimmerman at the time of the killing of Trayvon Martin, and around that time when Zimmerman was running free, I want to let you all know that that was serious. It wasn't no play game, and it wasn't no joke, and it was serious, and it shook the nation, and it shook George Zimmerman, according to the facts from his attorneys that we have, and it damn sure made the state of Florida go arrest that man and charge that man. They were not going to arrest that man until not only a bounty, and it, did not and it was delivered through the mouthpiece of one of our faithful representatives, Brother Mikhail Muhammad, and also James Muhammad of Jacksonville, Florida. They delivered the message. But damn it, that that came from the only one here that got the power to deliver on that on that ten thousand. And he'll he'll remain nameless, but there ain't but one around here that got the power to say that it will be that and it will be that. Now what was the effort was to put the 10000 there and for others that were outraged about Zimmerman to do more than match that, brother, we were organizing for $1 million on his neck for a citizen's arrest for the Justice Department who may be listening. But what happened, and there were other efforts, because then at that time, we had black men all throughout Florida that were getting fired up, and they were going. They was out on the hunt for Zimmerman. And so, you know, yes, brother, we got connections in the entertainment world. 
we got connections in the rap world, and we won't put their names out there. And we had Juice at that time. They were willing to help. And if a similar situation came today, they would be willing to help. What happened was, it's a couple of things. That's just one point. Because right now, everybody is pissed, and I'm pissed, that Zimmerman is still on the loose. Now, I heard he's in Ecuador, but he's still on the loose right now. Now, it is against white law, and it is against federal law for you to put a bounty on somebody's head or to call for their arrest once they have been through a trial and have been adjudicated and, according to this injustice system, found not guilty. For those that are asked, well, why aren't we doing that today? The only reason why we're not doing that today is because they are waiting for us to do that today because they want to come arrest me yesterday. But I'm here to tell every black man and woman in America, you don't need no money. We don't need money to bring justice to George Zimmerman. You ain't got to pay no black man in America. I ain't talking about no planter party. That's small compared to the amount of people in America, black people in America, and others in America, black and brown in America. They don't need no money to find George Zimmerman at that damn gas station or wherever he's at and give him a piece of their mind. And according to what I heard, I only heard it, that they want his behind out there. And then they, when they see him, that they're going to have a serious discussion with him about justice. And they want to give him a close greetings, and they ain't going to be talking about Assalamualaikum. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm talking hey. about? What I'm telling you is that uh, the case is still open. And there's only so yes, much that I'm, that I'm going to say about it and that I'm willing to say about it. But I'm here to tell you that from what I know, the black man and woman of Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, the black man and woman of America, and God damn it, the black man and woman of Ecuador is on the is on is mad at this beast. And so I really just a prediction, just only a prediction. Like I have a dream, I have a dream that this cracker will not survive the next 24 months. Old George Zimmerman. No doubt. You know, but we serious, black man. I just want to let you know, like, if a, if that went out, it was not a joke and it wasn't a game. We're serious, and we got to even get more serious, obviously. But what we're facing in America, we got to get more serious about every aspect of this struggle, both offense and defense. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. All right. My baby's sitting here talking. She says she want to talk about that million you've marked. What you want to talk about? Nothing. She's sitting up here with a sign in my yeah, face saying I, million you've marched. You know? I will, and so I will say, I, black man, you know, I want to talk about the youth for a moment. Then I hope we can take some yeah. callers. I want to take some okay. callers, but I do want to say this on the question of our youth that I'm happy to be in a process now where we're working with these youth and working with these kids and having a mass gathering where they can come out and hear what 
black power is all about and what taking responsibility in their community is all about. And this is going to be no disrespect to the March on Washington, 50-year anniversary. Dr. King is a man that I respect. Even if I disagree with some of his ideology, I respect the fact that he struggled hard and laid his life down for the people. And those that are organizing in Washington, the civil rights leaders, good luck to them in Washington. But this is something different here. This is under a different tradition, and we're teaching a teaching here that you can teach your babies that will be rooted in them for life. And so we're trying to reach the babies and take black power to the masses. The civil rights groups, they got their thing going, man. They got buses coming from everywhere. They got churches with them and everybody. Much respect to them. But I'm out here fighting for the RBG and trying to introduce black power and the red, black, and green and liberation and Pan-Africanism and organizing and community control to introduce these teachings and concepts to those that are as young as four and five years old. So that's what we're going to start out with on September 7th at 9 in the morning, the five-year-olds and the six-year-olds, before we get up into the adolescence and the youth that will begin the program at 12 noon. So there's nothing, you know, we're getting a lot of support for just straight up going after the youth. Now, brother, you said that you've been spending time with the youth. I would like to know, you know, directly from you, what have they been saying are some of the main issues, you know what I'm saying, that they discuss the things that are weighing on them most, like, what is what is what is what's coming from the mouth today? What are they saying? It's a few things. You got violence. You have police abuse. You have education, and you have economics. So you have violence. You have uh, racial profiling, which is a part of police abuse, but it also touches Trayvon. You have education. And you have these serious issues that we're dealing with, and these are what youth are concerned about, particularly economics. Um, they're concerned about racial profile. They're concerned that Trayvon Martin, you know, our rally is called Millions for Trayvon. And to us, Trayvon symbolizes to a certain degree all black youth. And black youth really are concerned about being racially profiled by the police targeted because they're black, stopped and frisked and harassed when they've done nothing wrong, as it is proven 90% of the time in New York. Nobody was doing anything, and they were stopped and frisked for nothing. They're really uptight about this, nervous about this. They're nervous about vigilantes like Zimmerman that would be out there um, to hunt them down and kill them, and that a court of law and a so-called jury have given Zimmerman the right to now just hunt down a, a unarmed teenager at 8 o'clock in the evening and kill the young man, and the law does nothing about it. Young people are concerned also about violence and, to another extent, us racially profiling ourselves. These young people out here are not satisfied with violence. Many of them are caught up in it or trying to get out of it, but they need help from us and leadership to help solve the beefs and squash the beefs. 
That's something I'm going to talk about later. The Million Youth March, we got all of the top anti-gang activists helping us organize this convention and organize this march. And a major part of the program is dealing straight up with violence. And we got ex-crips and bloods and some current crips and bloods and vice lords and all of them in New York that are coming under the banner of peace and unity. But, so they're concerned, my dear brother, they're concerned about violence, and many youth are nervous or worried or whether they will be shot or killed by either the police or Zimmerman or another black man that look just like them. They're concerned about that. They're concerned about um, economics and concerned about education and need to be more concerned about education. But the questions I get are if we are telling the gang members to stop dealing drugs and to stop engaging in crime that is helping the white man lock us up in these modern slave camps and dungeons, what our sister Melody uh, in the movement calls a slave code, who gives us facts on the slave codes, what they're concerned about is what is the economic alternative. How do we tell the young dope dealer and others who are risking their lives out there dealing poison to our people? They want to know what economic alternatives are being offered. And so these are the questions that young people are asking, and this is what they're concerned about mainly when it comes to the, to the problems in the community. They can, I mean, they also have other concerns now, to be honest. But these are the major concerns. Now, they have unstated, not as often stated concerns, young people do, that are adolescents. Many of them are dealing with crisis as youth, crisis with their parents. Some youth are homeless. Hold one second. What, what, what you want, Queen? Hold one second, God. All right, I'm going to watch you, baby, right while I talk. You go ahead and write what you want me to say. No, I'm drawing. Okay, I'm going to watch you draw. She up here drawing her daddy. All right, now, so they're concerned, my dear brother, also about other things that they may not say. They're concerned about abuse and molestation in the black family and in the black community. Young people are concerned about that, young girls are nervous about that and worried about that and have certain things that have been done to them and that are being done to them right in our own black nation and black community. Young girls are concerned about that. They're concerned about predators inside of the black nation and the black community, concerned about abuse from their uncles and their uh, whatever, stepfathers, Damn it, sometimes even their own damn daddies. Young boys are having issues with their sexual identity and not knowing which way to go in life and not having mentors and fathers. Yeah, they're concerned. They're asking, where's my daddy? I want my daddy. My daughter can ask, where's my daddy? And the daddy will answer. But many in the black nation are hollering like I tell my daughter, where's my daddy? And daddy ain't answering. So it's some now these are real issues that are that are common amongst young people, but it's not always in the news.
but they are concerned about this. Young people are growing up in the black community with, to me, a greater sense of worry, a greater sense of concern, and a greater sense of nervousness that need to be. And that's why we organize in the Million Youth March again to let them know that they are black men, that they are black fathers, that there is a black structure in the black community, and that there is a movement in our community that has their best interests in mind, their future in mind, their defense in mind, their development in mind. And so when I get tired, brother, and I get weary from doing everything at the same time and having a schedule that is relentless, all it takes is one of them young people to come up to me and tell me how excited they are about what we're doing, how happy they are to be organizing with me. And, black man, it just makes me melt because... It's the human life and changing the lives of people that is most rewarding because they are concerned, black man. They are concerned and they are nervous. Our youth need us now. Yes, baby. It says boy, and I drew a boy out of the word boy. That's right. That's right. And boys are supposed to be with who when they grow up? Hmm? They're daddies. They're supposed to be daddies. And who do they like? Boys like girls, right? Mm-hmm. They don't go with boys, do they? Mm-mm. That's not right, is it? Mm-mm. All right. See? Got to start off with this thing young, man. And don't tell me they're not getting twisted and on the wrong road out there. You got to be starting reinforcing this thing early. Do we? I would like to take some callers. I don't have too much longer because I do got to... Debrief from New York and try to go through several meetings all night long. But um, I'm happy to be on here with you all. And maybe we take some questions if that's with your permission. Indeed, indeed. Let's go to the callers. Uh, we do have some hands up in the call queue, so we're going to go ahead and open up the lines for our callers, all right? Yes, sir. So, Yes, indeed. And for the family that's on the call tonight and that's in the uh, chat room, if you do want to ask our brother Malik Zulu Shabazz a question, feel free to call in at 347-637-2135. All right? So our first call is from the 757. If uh, if I'm correct, I believe that's Shot Town, Shot Rack. Uh, let's see. Call it from the 757-348-P. So welcome to Mother Legend Radio. Peace, 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 peace. This is uh, Five Champions out of Las Vegas. Uh, and I'm, I'm calling the Norfolk. I, I've called your radio show a few times. And, um, Indeed, it's wrong. It's wrong, brother. Peace, peace. Um, and and I, I, I was listening to some things that you were saying, and, um, and they were talking about the, you were talking about the Europeans and, and their foothold that they have economically on the planet, especially dealing with the, the darker-hued nations. Uh, I had the privilege to go to the Dominican Republic a few weeks ago. And by the way, I would like to say Dominican Republic is a beautiful place. The people are beautiful. If you haven't been, go. They treat us like kings over there. And uh, just doing analysis to the people and how poor they are. They have no running water in their homes, no electricity, no, 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 any of the things that, that we have here in America that we take for granted. But yet the difference was is the people over there were poor, 
much poorer than people that I've seen over here. I've, I've seen personally. The people over there were poor, but their poor was a totally different poor. They were happy, though. The people there were content with what they were doing. They, they, the, uh, they were oblivious to all the other things that was going on around them that was, was, was like, for example, we be, we'll be here poor in America, and we got to look at this European driving a $200,000 car down the street. You know what I'm saying? And we got to wonder why we can't have what they can have. When it was like there, it was a, a, a creative collectivism that, that the poor didn't need anything. That's they were just living their lives. But one thing I did notice that we were on a resort, a five-star resort. So me being the person that I am, I do the knowledge to everything. So I'm doing the knowledge that they had a, a, a party going on. And they brought up all the people that ran the resort. Out of the 15 people that ran that resort, one of them was from the Dominican Republic. The rest were from Spain, Germany, America, and all other countries, all other countries in Europe. And they're coming there, and they're, 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 they're giving these contracts, and they're taking the land from the people who rightfully own it. And I'm speaking to people that have been to Jamaica and other countries in the Caribbean, and it's the same thing. And they don't allow you. They say they put out their propaganda so that you think that the place like, like uh, some of the so-called bad cities crime-wise, so the people that when they come to those countries from America and all other places, they don't connect with them and start to make each other fat and start doing commerce because they don't want that. And another thing that I noticed, you were talking about the radiation coming from the um, from the Fukushima. Now, I didn't even know that until I hadn't even put two or two together until you had just brought it up tonight. But out here in Virginia, they've had things come on the news the past several days with something like 24 dolphins over the past three days have washed up on shore and died. But they're not. They're very hush-hush about what it is that's killing these dolphins. They don't know what it is that's killing these dolphins. All kinds of wildlife are just coming up, just dying. And with, with the major emphasis on dolphins, because, you know, the military has a lot of uh, uh, use well, with the dolphins. And I'm, and I'm putting, putting things together like, well, you know, because it's got something to do with that radiation. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, these are just things I, 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 I'm noticing I'm doing knowledge to, because um, I'm one of them type brothers that, that like to see things what they are, not as what they appear to be. And uh, that's all I have to say for tonight. Please. Uh, all right. Brother Malik, before you answer, I'm sorry. I just want to share with the brother about the Fukushima thing. Do me a favor and Google the um, the Japanese stock market crashed as a result of them releasing information about Fukushima today. Okay. Let's all right. See. You could you could Google Japanese that. Stock the, the, yeah, so what were they saying, that um, uh, intense amounts of uh, radiation or radioactive materials yeah, were, were actually made, released into the ocean? Yes, and they made it public, and they took a hit on their stock market as a result of them releasing that information today. Well, I can see that it being easily. When that plant melted down, even though I haven't read those reports, when that plant melted down and it was right on the water, you could see that happen easy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they never they never really sat back and talked about what the major long-term implications were going to be of it. They just said, this is what's in danger of happening. Well, let me go back and um, let me just say this also to those that are five percenters, because I'm hearing some of the language of the five percenters. I want to say peace to the gods and earth. 
of the five percent nation of gods and earths and all of those who follow the teachings that was given by Allah in justice to our people to save the babies. And I also want to say Islam to all of the Moors Islam. who are listening Islam. because I have respect for Moors and Moorish Americans in the hells of America. And, um, you know, the only, this is what I touched on your question. This is, this is what I see in your question. You see, black people came to the West Indies, what's called the Caribbean, by force. They were dropped in the Dominican Republic. They were dropped in Haiti, or what's called the island of Hispaniola. They were dropped in all of these islands, Cuba, Barbados, Bahamas, the Antilles, St. Michael, St. Thomas, England, and Spain, or Spain first, then England, and some of the French took a people out of Africa that were doing just fine and dropped them in a land, and their only purpose for being there was to either uh, be slaves to... to produce tobacco or sugarcane or other products there in the West Indies to continue the triangular slave trade in the chattel slave system. It's the triangular slave trade and the second point of the triangle is in the West Indies. The first point is in Africa. Okay? And so... What you have to understand is is that when the white man had no longer use for the slave system during the and he transferred over to the industrial revolution and when he got out of the slavery business he didn't do justice at all by his slaves. And so they're down there in these lands in the West Indies. And the, and the lands are not necessarily suited for that population and do not have the natural resources like they do in Africa to make the people economically productive. And so they just stuck, in many instances, stuck on these islands. It's different with Haiti because Haiti is being punished because they rose up against the white man. Uh-huh. Okay, they roll, they're being punished. Anybody that rises up against a white man, white man never forgets. He's going to try to punish him forever. Yeah. But I will say this, brother, about the Dominican Republic. I've been there, too. I'm going to say this about Puerto Rico and, the, and these other nations. Brother, they are infested with white supremacy. Oh, yeah. Some of these islands are infested with white racism and white supremacy, and they just speak in a Spanish tongue. It's not all poor down there in no Dominican Republic. Hell no. Some people living good in the Dominican Republic. But I'm here to tell you, not just talking about the German or the English or the Irish and them outsiders. That's another question. That means outside and Europeans owning the Caribbean when the Caribbean should be nationalized and all of the resources turned over to the people. But the question is, is what people? Because when you get to Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and some islands, brother, it's the white on the top and the black on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Particularly in them Spanish-speaking islands, it's the white Spanish on top and the black Spanish on the bottom. When I was in Puerto Rico and I was in the city of San Juan, in San Juan, Puerto Rico, 
the whole damn city is white, white Spanish, and the black man is not welcome in San Juan. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty of black people in Puerto Rico, but they push them out to other areas and islands, and they better not be hardly caught catch your black behind in San Juan. The best jobs is in the capital city of San Juan. The best jobs, all the hookups, everything is going to the white Spanish, and the black Spanish is on the bottom. They're looking at me crazy. I'm going to a damn restaurant in San Juan, and they passing me over. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm in Mississippi somewhere. Exactly. They don't give a damn whether I'm an American. They don't care whether I'm an American or not. I'm a nigga in Puerto Rico, and I got some some Puerto Rican white Spanish looking at me cockeyed, thinking that they better than me merely because of the color of their skin. Brother, it's just like yeah. that in the Dominican Republic. It's just like that in many parts of Central and South America. It's the white Spanish on top and the black on the bottom, and that's part of the poverty problem because the privileges and, brother, and benefits, goes- the jobs, and the economy is being given to the white Spanish in the <laughs> islands and not the black. And that goes into the brothers, like you mentioned earlier, about the Moors with the Moorish history. That is a, a direct a direct link of the capitulation and the conquering of the Moors in these Spanish-speaking countries because those quote-unquote white-speaking Spaniards, those are Spaniards from Spain that are continuing that war that they had against those dark-skinned West African Muslim African Moors that took place for over 500 years. So that's what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Sounds that, that's basically, yeah, that's, that's I never that heard is. that so, like that, but that sounds logical. Nah, that's what it is. So, you know. Boy, the Moors are tough. The Moors are tough, boy. They link. They they know how to link it all up to that Moor question. <laughs> that's what I love about the Moors. They some studying brothers and sisters. They'll link damn near everything to Moors. But you're right. Certainly right there. Um, yeah. That white We talk about the English and the French and the American But we had to study our history That white Spanish man Did a lot of damage And when you go down there to he, Central and South America off. Today they are Against black Hard They have been taught as you say for 500 years To be against mm-hmm. black Yep Hard body mm-hmm. Let me do this. I take another call. What time is it? I might. I don't. Yeah, I think I got. I got to take maybe two calls and then I got to go. I'm being subpoenaed by my daughter to spend some time with her. <laughs> All right, brother. We got hands shooting up too. I want to thank my caller for uh, for the questions, uh, my more brother. Thank you. You know what I mean? We are gonna go ahead and open up four zero four ATL. Caller from the four zero four nine five seven. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Caller from the four zero four. It's that ATL all right, all right. right there. Yes, indeed. Let's go to the three one five. Caller from the three one five four two seven. Peace. Peace and black power. How you doing, my big brother, Red Pill and Blue Pill out there with the Nola Ledge radio show? What's, how you doing, brother? All is well, brother. How are you? Oh, I'm doing beautiful. You sound like, this sound like my brother Baba. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. I want to give a 
strong and powerful shout out to uh, the House of Consciousness, always, and my big brother uh, and boss, Brother Sadna. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And to another big brother of mine uh, who uh, I followed around in D.C. when he was giving this goddamn bastard hell on Howard University. This brother, my uh, big brother, attorney Malik Gulu Shabazz, back in 88. I got that videotape, too, brother. I'm going to convert it on DVD if you don't have it. You serious about that? Yes, sir. I have that videotape. That's the truth. That's the truth. I remember that. And from that day on, you see Dr. Collett and his kente cloth standing on stage behind Minister Farrakhan. I got that. I'm working on it now. I'm going to try to convert it and have it ready, if not by the debate, at least by the Million Youth March uh, for you, sir. I appreciate that so much, black man. Let's make sure they connect and you get my numbers or emails or, or contact numbers. Please give brother my contact numbers. So right. we can I have, have it. Let's I link have, up, actually, black man. I actually, I have your information, brother. I'll be, you know, in Yeah, or oh, I'm going to just straight up give it to you right now. I'm, I'm, I'm attorney.shabazz at yahoo.com. Attorney.shabazz at yahoo.com. Yes, sir. I got that. Got that. What city, uh, what, in what city again? Uh, upstate, Syracuse, New York. Syracuse. Are you, going, are you coming down to Harlem? Oh, absolutely. I'll see you Sunday, sir. I haven't seen you in quite a while since we left uh, standing in front of Rafu's store back in 2005 when I moved back up here from Washington, D.C. After living there for 25 years, uh, I moved back up here. I miss Chocolate City. I got to get back down here. I miss Man, I want to meet you, man, and give you the greetings and see you, man, Sunday. So that's Sunday at the National Black Theater. Yes, sir. Sunday, that's the debate for those that need to know again. At 6 o'clock at the National Black Theater, that's on 126th Street and 5th Avenue in Harlem. It's the big debate between myself and Brother uh, Polite, who I know him as, Amin Ray, or Brother Nasut of the New Covenant, is our debate. And it, I think it's going to be packed because everybody keeps talking about it. And you know, black people, they love some, some debate. When they think it's going to be a big argument, it's going to be a big show, it's going to be a big throwdown. So, yes, you know, sir. I got to get ready for it because Sonetta keep talking big stuff. So, I got to get ready. I'm busy as hell, but I got to get ready because I cannot lose to polite. I cannot lose to polite. And I will not lose to polite. Is Brother Sonetta lying? Is he on the line? Brother Phil? Yes, he's in the chat room. Keep him in that chat room. He's the Don King of Black Conscious Promotions. Brother Sarnay, he's been setting me up with this debate, knowing that <laughs> set me up with this damn debate. Me and Polite, and me and Polite going to be cool after this debate, and I know Polite, man, and I, I like Polite. I got to be straight up, man. I like a black man that's organizing for his people. But right now, we're going to have to settle this question on the ideology and the ideological direction that our people should taught, should be taught and the ideological direction that we are putting into place, you know. And so I'm looking forward to the debate. I'm looking forward to seeing you, my dear brother, from way back at yes, the debate. Sir. But I'm going to be strongly arguing. I got one more question, sweetie. I'm going to be strongly arguing. 
strongly arguing that yes, what sir. we're doing with this Million Youth March and this movement that we're putting in place and what we're doing, which is actually a black power agenda, that this is the best thing that we could do right now in this day and hour. And if I could get more support for what's called a black power agenda, we would change the conditions in the community overnight. Let me take one more, and then I got to go, because my government going to get overthrown by these youth over here. <laughs> if, I, if I don't get off this phone, I'm going to have a revolution in my own household. No doubt, Brother Baba, I want to say good looking. Thank you for the call, and we will see you very soon. All right? All right, brother. Peace. Love you, Baba. All right, peace. Appreciate you, God. All right. We have a caller from the 470. Caller from the 470-262. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Y'all brothers, peace and wellness and blessings to all of y'all brothers. that have been an inspiration on my quest. Indeed. Greetings, brother. How are you? Man, um, I'm going to try to keep focused, uh, Man, I'm actually, my spouse is actually a friend of yours from Brooklyn, New York, man. I don't know if you remember a young lady by the name of Asa. Yeah, that's family. She was in Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Asa, Asa from the stars. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Last, last one. Tell I said one love. That's family right there. That's that's Darian uh, Disco. Rest in peace. That's his family. R.I.P. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, uh. Let me get to the meat and potatoes, man. I listen to you, brother, quite often. And my question is this. Uh, On the quest to unify and sustain the progression, I guess, on the the forward movement and enlightenment of our people, the fine line that exists between coming a full-fledged capitalist and attaining the necessary fuel to keep the the motion going, you know, uh, can you speak to that? In terms of unity? In terms of, you know, unity, but it also takes capital to move these things around. You know, uh, oh, can you speak ain't no to doubt that? about that, black man. Thank I could tell you that better than than anything. Let me let me touch on a unity point and then I'm gonna deal right with this cash you're talking about. Okay. Now on 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 the stage of Saturday, September seventh, again it's on hundred and twenty fifth street and seventh avenue on the plaza. We're going to have an awesome, awesome sound system. Look like it's going to be ran by the Cold Crush Brothers, some of the legends of hip-hop. And, they go, and we're going to rock all of 125th Street with an awesome, awesome sound system. But on that stage at this mass gathering, you're going to see in unity some brothers and sisters that don't normally be seen together, and some of them have been debating and fighting. Brother Polite. Regardless to this debate, he will be speaking at this Million Youth March, and he's also a panelist at the Black Family Convention. On the same stage with Polite will be General Sutan Seti of the Black Power Cartel, also Dr. Wesley Muhammad of the Nation of Islam, also Dr. Umar Abdullah Johnson, our great teacher and scientist working amongst black youth and black boys, will be on the roster. Now, just right there in that set, that's a major, that's a major part right there of the RBG movement. 
And many of us have never been on the same stage in the same arena at the same time. I'm talking about new school leadership. Let me add into that. Brother Fred Hampton, Jr., that he will be right there with us, the son of the great revolutionary Fred Hampton. And I'm hoping to have Brother Taco Wolverine Shakur, great brother Taco, from the Black Riders in Los Angeles, California. So what I'm telling you, black man, that on that day will be a great display of unity that will be unprecedented in our community of uncompromising, well-educated, revolutionary voices. We will be in unity on that day, and we're going to call for a truce amongst black leadership and hope this debate be the last debate between me and Polite. Because after that, we want to call a truce and an end to the fighting and Facebook squabbling. My last question. Facebook Facebook squabbling and all of that and call a truce so we can be about our business. Right. Of course it takes capital, brother. I sorely know that right now. Brother, I'm struggling right now. I've, I have, uh, fortunately, I'm a black man that is about his business. And because I'm into my law practice, and I'm into real estate, and I understand finance, I'm able to not only sustain myself and my family, but I'm also, but I'm also able to finance a million youth march. And I can tell you that economics is a critical part of this movement. I see too many of our beloved brothers and sisters in the red, black, and green movement or in the black power movement or in the black Muslim movement that are broke and don't have that finance. And it hurts. It's hard to be active and organizing when you're hungry. Hard to be active and organizing when your woman and queen is on your back saying you're not taking care of your babies. And so... You know, I mean, that's just real talk. The finance part is hurting the movement. Now, yeah, so I just say this. There's a couple of things I say, and I got to go. I'm getting ready to get off right now, is that on the big finance question, the million you march and myself, Malik Shabazz, and Minister Hashim and Zynga, who is the one who has connected with Nick Cannon and Bun B and Lil Webby, and the other rappers and artists that are supporting us. And we're trying to get Erica Badu to come out. Also, we're trying to make our movement big enough, strong enough, effective enough, and broad enough where these, where these entertainers and athletes who got big money can say that they believe in what we're doing. We're organizing in a way so that these major players, they've already endorsed us. And, you know, anytime they're getting behind something that's got the new Black Panther Party involved in it, we must be doing something right. But what we're doing is working hard so that those with means will give to the movement and we can hire more brothers and sisters and have more funds inside the movement. That's one point. That's what we're doing. And then I'm going to say, as I leave, that every revolutionary every brother and sister must be about their education and about their economics if you're young enough and even if you ain't young enough go back and get your education i yeah i said it straight up i don't give a damn where you get it at go get it i don't care if it's at uh, uh princeton or, or university or prince george's county college 
We've got to get some degrees and some education so that brothers and sisters can sustain themselves and do whatever they need to do until this ultimate revolution happens. What the Honorable Huey P. Newton used to call survival pending revolution. We're not, we've we, we got to survive and do better than survive. We've got to have some brothers with some jobs and some and some foundation in this movement. Everybody cannot just be on pins and needles if we're going to win. So go back to school. If you're in school, stay in school. If you're thinking about going to school, do it. If you're going to get you a graduate degree, do it. We need skilled laborers in this movement. I don't care whether they teach in black at them schools or not. makes no difference. If you want black, we can go here, Leonard Jeffries. You can go here, Dr. Johnson. You can go here, Seti. You can hear Malik Shabazz. Get you a Khalid Muhammad tape. Hear Minister Farrakhan. However, you can get black, but we got to get skills. And until we get our own universities and colleges, I say go to school or go back to school. You know, now if school ain't your thing, you better be busy about some vending and about some other black economics because you don't have to go to school necessarily to win. I'm not saying that it's the end-all, be-all. It's a good shot. But overall, we got to be about a driving force for our economics. Now, our shirts, some of the projects that we have, with economics as part of our platform, the Panther Wear shirts will be out there on the mall. Black Panther Wear. Panther Wear shirts will be on the mall on Saturday, September 7th on that plaza in Harlem. And there will be other economic activities by our organization. And we have a vendors, big vendors thing called Black Wall Street for all of the vendors and entrepreneurs. And so... If you want to be a vendor or entrepreneur, I say call 347-876-0123. 347-876-0123. Also, our website is millionyouthmarch2013.com. Millionyouthmarch2013.com. That gets us involved. That gets us involved in the march. That's if you want to become a vendor. And that lets you know everything we're doing. MillionYouthMarch2013.com. Brother, we will have more to offer on economics at our convention. The billionaire, Mike Roberts, who is a multi-chain uh, 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 hotel owner, will be given an economic boot camp workshop for entrepreneurs at the convention on the night of the 5th, the opening night on Thursday of the convention at the Adam Clayton Powell Office Building. That is when Mike Roberts himself will be live in person with economic boot camp. And so some of the experts will be coming to speak to us, and we better believe that some economic opportunities, economic teachings, economic training, economic examples will be at our Million Youth March. Brothers, I hate to run, man, because this is such a live show. I could go on all night, but I would get off balance. That, brother. Thank you. I'll be off balance and out of my eye if I go on any longer and neglect my daughter. Right. But I look, man, I love you all. I respect you. I tell you this, if you're on the show, I have a series of spokespeople. I like you. I like to give you young Autumn Ashanti, who's with the Million Youth March. She's brilliant, 22 years old, going into medical school, and has got an African-centered lifetime teaching from her father and the black community. I like to give you her. 
I'd like to give you other youth that are in our movement that will come on here and will, and will shock you with what they know. Yes, Autumn is a you know a um, regular guest on our program. Shout out to her. Oh, okay, so you got that already. She's a co-convener yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Million Youth March, and Autumn Ashanti will be speaking and moderating on that day, and she's speaking at the convention. She embodies the um, potential of our children, you know what I'm saying, when they're no properly doubt. nurtured and, and, you know, we put that energy on them. So that's a wonderful ambassador to be carrying the torch for your movement. I know the people are going to be in the multitudes. You know, I, I'm receiving the call. I, I, I know I got to be there. So I'm going to see what I got to do to make that a possibility as well. It's a powerful demonstration, brother. We want to say thank you for the work that you are doing and putting forth. As always, everybody that we come into contact with on our program, we hope that you have left something that will help the family grow, and we hope that you take something away from the program as well will aid in your growth. So we look forward to seeing you at a later date when we both are wiser, not only in, in years, but also in our experience. And, you know, the projected plan that we ought to implement to help our family and our people. Fix. Thank you so much. My honor and my respect, and I bow to you both. Thank you so much. All right, and I got to go. Appreciate you. Hey. Sir. Yes, indeed. Um, we almost towards the eleven eleven. What you want? Let's open up the line for uh, the caller. I believe we have another caller, and then yes, we can yes. get into the meditation and uh, call it a night. Oh yeah. So I get on Let's my full moon meditation. All right. Yeah, y'all better bring that baby down on this full moon. Yeah, we we twerking on it. <laughs> All right, we have a caller for the nine. We got a blessing with the um with the full moon uh breakdown. We'll do that when we come back. But yeah, let's get into the call, please. All right, we got a caller for the nine seven three five three six. Peace. Welcome to Notre Ledge Radio. Peace to the gods. Peace, 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 Lord, peace, Blue, peace, Red, peace, God. How you? I'm great, God. Um, I, I called to tell y'all, brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with the music stuff that y'all doing, I appreciate it a lot, man. And, and Red Pill, oh, you, you should, Red Pill, you got verse of the year for that verse on uh dreams that you, that you deal with. Hey, Rashid, <laughs> you got verse of the year, hands oh, down, brother. No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate uh, that, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm, myself, God. Hey, 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 God. I want to know though, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, as far as like, um, like, um, I need some advice. Um, a real quick question, God. I just need to know, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm grappling right now with this working. You know what I'm saying? This working stuff, and it's, I'm really rebelling against it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through a lot of war with that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I just need to know, like, you know, any words of advice, because I really want to step out of that job on faith. You know what I'm saying? But right now I got my, you know, these bills and stuff to pay, stuff like that, man. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know? There's a lot of confusion right now. Well, I'm glad that you were bringing that up. 
because what we're doing over here on the Cake Tail Network is that uh, we are actually going ahead and working with some multi-level marketing brothers and sisters from the conscious community who stepped into that realm with the information and the knowledge that they got and applied it to that arena, and um, they're winning right now. So what they did is they reached out to us, and we went ahead and we basically decided that, you know, on behalf of our audience who's been asking us that same question for a long time, we began to um, sit at their feet and get this information. So what we're doing is we're building up a network in order to strengthen our brothers and sisters who are in nine-to-five situations and also brothers and sisters who don't have any um, ways and means of getting any kind of funds. You know what I'm saying? And they like to, they, you know, they're on the Internet. They like to go on Facebook. They're familiar with marketing and things of that nature. So what we're doing is we're implementing, um, you know, those solutions. So what we're going to do is we're going to take your number and get in contact with you offline and present you with some solutions that we have. I don't encourage anybody at this time, at this point, especially those of us who are providing for our families, you know, and we're inside of, you know, we we know that the, the 9 to 5 is looked at as plantations, and yes. we have had shows where, you know, like Brother Morpheus came along and said that, you know, in order to be free, we should be off of the plantation and things of that nature, and I do agree. But we also have to deal with reality that there is, um, we're going through uh, economic turmoil, you know what I mean, that, that, you know, money is not coming easy to brothers and sisters. So what I'm saying is if you can save up, if you can stack, you know what I mean, if you could deal with that, I encourage that. Um, there are individuals out here that are doing wholesale, they're, they're trying to help out, like Brother Amir came on the show. He's offering herbs at a wholesale price. We're working on creating an affiliate program, but every the, the T's, we haven't crossed our T's and dotted our I's as of yet. So okay. I would encourage you to hang on right now. I got, I can't even, I, I think last month I must have got five phone calls from some brothers that I know who are in good position, good good paying jobs, and they left. They were like, "Yo, I'm off the plantation." You know what I'm saying? I'm out of, I'm, 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 I broke the chains, and I'm like, "Cool, let's go ahead though and build up this network." Because one thing that I do know is that we all need multiple streams of income, and I'm willing to, I'm willing to juggle, and I'm willing to. You know what I'm saying? Get involved yeah, into multiple. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm willing to deal with these economics right now. Like the brother just got on the phone and said, we have to deal with economics because we have families and we also have goals and aspirations that need funding. So nobody is going to do it for you. Somebody just told me recently, nobody gives a f about you. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody cares about your ideas and your dreams and things. You have to go out there and get it for yourself, especially in these days and times. But if we learn how to deal as a network, it's the key word, network. network. You feel me? Net, network. If we learn how to deal as a network, we don't have to be in the same state. We just have, you know, one of the best things that I discovered is Google Plus. Google Plus, yes. Google Plus and Skype. You know what I mean? Like those are tools that we could utilize as a network. 
we out, we on the phone, and we're building, and we're doing the things on Nota Less Radio, but we have to establish a network that's outside of Tuesday and Friday that's going to be an empowerment network that's dealing with purely economics. Uh, people who bring their skill sets to the table, and we got to get yeah. this money because there's 8 billion people on the planet, and it's, it's paper out here, and I'm not afraid of it. And I, I do not apologize for my skills, I don't apologize for my talents, and I don't apologize for my drive to succeed and to win. So we're going to contact you, and we're going to put you on some of the stuff. And I also dropped it in the chat room for the family, too, that's interested. Holler at us. Like, really get at us because this is something that we're not going to be talking about too much. We're not going to get at it. We're not, we're not going to waste our time talking about it and trying to convince people to win. We're going to do what we have to do because the time is now. We, we've done it, you know what I mean? Like we we was on a show for months, you know, we did about eight, um, uh, 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 what was that, uh, um, the shows that we did to raise funds and whatnot, and like five people responded. So we're, that, we're good, we're good. It's all good, you know what I mean? Like that's what it is. Exactly. But we're going to focus on, what we need to focus on, we're going to do what we got to do. So I'm glad that you called. You called for and there's no There's no such thing as coincidence. You called for a reason, and I'm sure that you're going to bring something very powerful to the table, young God. But just hold yeah. your head for right now. You know what I'm saying? Collect those checks and whatnot. But please believe it that we got you, bro. Please believe we got you. Yes, sir. Definitely peace, Lord. Yeah. Definitely peace. We got you, bro. No doubt. Yeah, God. All right. Now, what's your name again? Anunnaki Allah. All right, Anunnaki. I got you, Lord. I'm going to call indeed, you Lord. tomorrow. Yeah, indeed, God. Maybe we collaborate on some tracks, too. God, I'll do that, too. Oh, and that's another thing. You know what I mean? For all of my filmmakers out there, for all of my videographers, for all of my producers, you know what I'm saying? Like the time, you're, you've seen what Kendrick did. Time is yes. now. You know what I'm saying? Now. We are going, yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm not about the way that we're going to affect the populace, the way that we're going to affect the, the, the matrix. It's through this music. It's through film. It's through media. You know what I mean? And, and exactly. we, we'll be able to teach them. We'll be able to teach millions as opposed to teach hundreds by utilizing that. Yeah, we're going to get into this meditation. So we'll get back to you as soon as the meditation is over, brother.
Jeez.
Um, it's from from a joint I made called the Ether of Space. Um, I, I got the floor, Lord. Got it, bro. And I rested on Nubiru, take a bath in the Milky Way, the sun of the Netheru, Elohim or interstates, ruler of the heavens, God put the moon all lay away, play the, bla- play the Van Allen belt, bet you're going to stay away, galaxy to galaxy, and Unak elevate. False up, false up. Sup poison. Yeah. And Unaki, baby, on my way to Zion. Pants falling, need a belt, so I took Orion's. Now I'm on Neptune, puffing the L. Damn, I need a beat. Where the fuck is Pharrell? Guess he ain't here. So I'm headed to Mars. It's a freestyle battle, and I'm ready with bars. Son, I'm mixing stardust with my West Chandon. Then my girlfriend called that baby, come on. And now I'm on the road, yo, on the ride to Venus, because my girl been waiting for the cosmic penis. I'm lapping in the heavens while you stuck in your hell. I come back to the earth beyond 2012. Peace of love. What I'm talking about. Kind of late with the bombs today. You gotta forgive me. It's all good, but, Lord. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to build with y'all brothers. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, I, I've been a follower. Should I say? Because you gotta follow before you can lead. You know what I'm saying? Y'all look at y'all's older brothers. I always check for y'all, see what y'all doing. I respect y'all movement. You know what I mean? I respect y'all's individuals. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to get my hands on that seven heaven sea moss also. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really that com- computer literate, Lord. I'm not going to lie say and, you know, you just fake the funk. I ain't really that, com- that, that really computer literate. That's why I took the courage to call in. No so doubt. Get that information, no you know what I'm saying, regardless. You know what I'm saying? But I've, I've been definitely keeping y'all brothers out, and I've got a lot of respect for y'all. Let me salute you, brother. I want you to take my um my number for the business line. Operational hours are from... um. Yeah, I don't want to kill too much right. time, God. I know I'm on here. But um, what's your what's your mathematics, G? Yeah, three four seven. Three four seven. Five zero four. Five zero four. Fourteen forty four. Fourteen forty four. Hmm. I see you got that forty four sure. on there. That law. That law. That forty four. Got, got, got you. Got you. Blue you a as I spoke to the family on Friday and told them that, you know, I'm putting together this this magnum opus, this piece of literary artwork dealing with the um the history and the timeline of, of hip hop and even after we, we made mention of it Friday this past weekend, it was somewhat like a, a trending topic in the um in the hip hop community, you know what I'm saying, about Sam Bottom wanting to set the historical record right saying that August 11th is not the birth date of hip-hop. And to me, um, you know, that's, 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 that's key. The brother has offered a date as well. In our research, we've been able to find some other plausible dates. And then uh, we're going to go forward and put together that show where we got Melly Mel and uh, Kumo D., Mm. I think he said. I think he said he could get probably get Theodore on as well. And of course, I'm going to be inviting Bam. It's going to be it's going to be jam packed. We're going to have hip hop in the building. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get the cosmological investigation. It's going to be like Maury. They're going to bring the results back. What do, what do the stars say? You know what I'm saying, mm. what do the canopy 
stars say in regards to hip-hop and its born day because it's key that we put our finger on its point of inception. Then you can selectively track what energy it came with and what its purpose is. And um, I've just been seeing a lot of conversations break out online in different forms about what people feel the the yo hip hop was here for this, it's here to save the people, it's here to educate people. Some people are like it's here to make people dance. Some people are like it's here to get you boxed. Some people are like it's here to get you rich. <laughs> you know? And it there's all of these different conceptual ideas about what it means and trust it means a lot of different things to different people at different times. But it also has a celestial assignment and we want to make sure that we're honoring that and getting out of the way of it and not becoming um, victims of it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be made an example of it because while people are, are up in arms and they're talking about Kendrick ain't the king of New York and such and such, would you rather Macklemore say it? Because, you know, this yes. nigga is doing something so profound in the game that nobody's talking about only because, let's keep it real, because he's white. Yeah, really. You feel me? But yeah. He has an independent entity that people have spoke about on some shit like it was almost like it was so fairy tale. It was like Tony Stark's. Like, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? We should write a script about a dude who comes out independently and sells millions in singles. His singles are selling more than albums are selling throughout the year, and he has multiple singles that are multi-platinum successes. Like this dude is getting all that bread up front. He's creating a new model. He's destroying the old guard in the process. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the biggest, the big problem with this hip hop too. Which is good for the art. Period. There's gonna be a lot of casualties. You know what I'm saying? Once they close departments and your favorite rappers, rapper got to come back to the hood and, and implement, you know, hustling one-on-one tactics again out the trunk or yeah. find other ways to reach the people. So, you know, the, the game has changed. There are new rules, and we are at a place in time where, irregardless of what people think about what they call conscious, what they call conscious music is music that has a certain level and agenda and a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Music with a conscience, not so much conscious, but music with a conscience. So there's a deliberate effect that you want it to have at the end. Okay, so you're going on on wax because you want to open somebody's eyes up. You're going on wax and you're preaching because you wanna, you wanna, you know, affect change in your community. On your personal life, so you sharing a story. That kind of music, music with a purpose, irregardless of what that purpose is, you fill in that box. That's not for me to do. But music with a purpose, that shit is the future. That's what's back. That's what Kendrick started the rush to. And then everyone is going to have to have an album that has that on it. Like how you got a, 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 a track about, you know what I'm saying, the trap, where you got a track about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, against a box, you got to check. It's going to have to be, it's going back to social context, social commentary. You're going to have to say something. You're going to have to say it in a way in which exhibits your 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 lyrical versatility. That's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. So there's something that's changing, and if something is changing in hip-hop, that means something's changing on the planet. So we want to take time and look at that cosmologically, and not make the mistakes of being encroached in our emotions and following 
somebody, you know what I'm saying, who if they're not charting the stars themselves, it's only their account. And hip-hop yeah. can't be attributed to one person. Not at all, though. It's universal at this point. All right? Indeed, G. So, yeah, bro, we appreciate you reaching out, man. And, and like the brother said, you know what I'm saying, nothing is a coincidence. The timer was right. Spirit moved you on this blue moon to step forward, and we were able to share information with the rest of the world that um, is key and critical and crucial at this time for them to hear as well. So we want to thank you for being that conduit. I'd like to come through, and we're going to follow through and holler at you, bro. All right? Indeed, my brother. Indeed. I will be getting with you. Peace to the brothers. Hope Yo, hold on. Peace. No, damn. I ain't, I ain't about to Yo, Blue, you have you heard? Have you heard uh, the Africa Ben Bada shooting back? You know what I mean? They, 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 they not taking that cool hurt thing lying down. Pause. You know what I mean? Like I, I dropped you, that in your Facebook. I told you that's what I'm responding to the fact that this weekend and the video surfaced today on the network. So they had a meeting yesterday. And they had another meeting today. I saw. Um, Crazy Legs posted, I haven't got a chance to listen. He had a radio show as well, and they had Bam on. So this is the controversy. This is the conversation at this particular time, you know, with hip-hop, and it needs to be had, but we need to utilize different means. We have to outsource it to the highest of sources. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, talking all that hip-hop, man, I'm I'm getting – I got bars. I got some paint, man. Like, I want the family to know that more fire is definitely coming up. In the, in the oh, very near future, you know, so we don't need well. no Kendrick. Resp- we don't need no Kendrick responses, though. You know, just bring your bring bring your fresh paint. But <laughs> I got some balls. We see you, Doctor Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, you, oh, you know. the, okay, yeah, yeah. Let Matter it go, fact, man. Let's bring Doctor Manhattan in for it, huh? Call for the two one five six zero nine. Peace. Peace, peace. <laughs> Y'all loving the show peace. tonight, man. <laughs> peace to the God. It was good with you. I'm a, I'm a, oh, I'm a share. I'm a share status with y'all that I that I threw up earlier today, and I was watching a video and I came across a quote that I had to share with the family, and this quote is attributed to Chuck D. You know, when we get him on the program in the near future, I'm gonna have him go a little bit deeper into what he meant by this, but it's pretty, it's pretty clear cut, and he said. He never saw a U-Hearse following, a U-Haul following a hearse, okay? So these dreams, these talents, these intangible as well as these tangible things that you talk of, family, these ideas, these ideas that have materialized into sketches, these sketches that might have materialized into prototypes, these prototypes that might have materialized into actual products that you are capable and willing to bring to market, but you just can't make those connections and, and, and finally push it over the over the top, you know, get those things out, family. Do not die with that still in you, okay? Release your art. Get it out. Dedicate yourself and your time to doing that which you love the most. Don't get boggled down in this whole work cycle. It is only going to expend your energy at a quicker pace at this time because they're going to make you run faster on that hamster wheel. Yes, they are, and that's why... The power of the network family, please, 
This is not a sales pitch. Understand what I'm saying. The power of our network is going, that's what's going to bring our dreams to life. We're not just talking about red and blue's dream. We took, huh? I said that's the same. Say it again? No. I said that is the saving grace. What I'm saying is that that's for the them grace. to materialize that, they have to step out on faith. But we can make it possible where you stepping out still has, you know, you're going to know the ledge, homie. You know what I'm saying? You're going to know Word. the ledge. You ain't stepping out. and ain't no ledge there. You feel me? Because of the network. Uh-huh. We have everything we need. We all we got. We got. We all we got. We got everything that we need in-house. Believe me, family, when I promise you, I promise you, you will make hundreds of dollars a day. You will be able to, you know what I mean, you will be able to, uh, what's your boy name? You'll be able to Django the plantation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you'll be able to make your dreams come to life. You just got to get down with the network. That's all that it takes. And like I said, it, we live in this digital world, the red and the blue, we in the matrix. You could do this from Boise, Idaho. You don't got to be sitting in the same room right now. They got Google Plus, baby, Skype, and other things. Like, you know, I, I just wanna, I just wanna, you know what I mean? Like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna have a 1960s conversation while we living in the future. Let's stay, let's stay where we need to be. You know what I mean? Like, we in the future, family. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're in the future. Let's stay there. Let's utilize the technology to do what it is that we got to do. We could do this. We will do this. You know what I'm saying? So I know you got some balls, balls. man. I, 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 I didn't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I, I'm going to follow up or I'm going to go first. Like, I know you got bars, Dr. Manhattan. Talk to us. Yes, sir. I got, I got bars. But um, I do want to make a commentary. Um, Definitely thank you for bringing on tonight's guest. Definitely was digging that. Um, I didn't think that I would get a chance to call in because I was, you know, throwing some things, but I was still listening to the show. And I thought y'all was going to cut the core after the meditation. But, you know, peace to the to the last caller, uh, Brother Anunnaki Allah, for actually opening up, you know, the, the hip-hop lane. I can definitely appreciate that. Um, I got a comment on the Kendrick thing. I just have to. Um, the, the, um, I just think it's it's good for hip hop. Like I mean, I heard all of the responses, you know, Uncle Murder, the Cassidy, B.O.B., uh, even the Joe Button, yo, Joe Button. That's that's what my whole talking point. Like, I got, I gotta quote him. I gotta quote him because he just embodied the whole thing. Like he said, if we talk in control, I might have lost a bit. Law abiding citizen style. I'm coming for all of it. Running in your studio, engineer who recorded it, yes men who supported it, any blog that reported it, any artist he's touring with, snuff whoever bought the shit, whoever thought of it, his mentor, whoever taught him it. If you interrupt with a sneeze, hiccup, fart, even cough a lick. If I got it twisted, you coming up to torque the shit. Come on. I mean, you know, they got, it'd be, yeah, man. Like, I don't know, I don't know how to fam. Like he lived his hip hop like, Yeah. Lupe, Lupe Fiasco came hard too. Oh yeah, he's dumb in. He's he's on his Hitler zone, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, family he, don't he's know. Just out. Yeah, but um, I'm going to go ahead and do what I do. 
I definitely want to okay, thank you. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm yeah, follow up. Pause. Right behind you. <laughs> All right, here we go. These are not my words. I just recite. Oh, these are not my words. I just recite was dictated. So the messenger is not responsible for your salvation. I was born like this. I just took time to cultivate it. So the rest of what you see is what counterculture made me. The code in the inception like Kamani. For those still stuck in the game playing Jumanji. My old great earth, she gave birth in a cesspool. I raised myself by myself with no step stool. This best fool's not put me in a box. I'm a wave and a particle. I'm everywhere you not. I'm the fire in your heart. I'm that knot in your stomach, the phoenix in the spirit form that rises from nothing. I'm the light to myself that treads through the darkness. I'm the only one that's quiet when the whole room is talking. I'm the neophyte, the novice, the adept, the master, the foundation, the framework, the mold and the plaster, unfolding the rapture, KRS one, second burst, one shot kill, but I'm angst to fire a second burst. Born at eighty four, born from spirit, my second birth. Notice the change, let's ride the wave to the second earth. Pray for the best but expect the worst. These are just some of my thoughts. The sun, some will exalt. Whom others try to condemn, this gift isn't my fault. It comes deep from within, and I'm just calling it forth. I'm a whole different machine with over double the talk. Scribble verses and cursive, feeling I'm undeserving. With every goal that I meet, I'm just scratching the surface. A stranger to the feet, my crew of angels is deep, and I break bread with the gods every night when I sleep. 44 guns. Oh. Oh. Everything we writing, they reciting. It's so enlightening. Spaz like a mic. I'm going Tyson. Fly through this bitch. I'm going Bison. Apollo kids. People Bryson. I'm with my Apollo chick. Beans and ricing. Exercise my will to kill. You niggas seem the license. You niggas seem enlightened. Drop bombs like thunder. You niggas seem the lightning. I'm killing these streets. You niggas seen indictments. We all over the walls of Kimmich. You niggas seen the writing. I can't tell you what time it is. Have you seen the Brightland? The future's bright. It's looking good like future's wife. Although life is a bitch, you don't want to lose your life. And the only way you lose your life is when you use a Christ that they use to subdue your light. Sue's rendezvous that dyke. I'm too assume that's right. I guess it's like watching cartoons at night. It's just a small bar, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's how you do it. in the flesh, damn right. Part in the left. No need to speculate. Let's hit the gym and set the weights. Let's get the bench. Let's press these weights in the name of upliftment. Let's press these plates. Black power shit. Empowerment. Sour splitsness. Swiss the sweets. Morris history. Bath and chemistry. Astrophysics. Harlem history like Castro's visit. Fuck the cowardice. Give him my ass to kiss it. I'm on the verge of relapse. I'm short on words trying to rehatch this life in 3D technicolor. If your sight is black and white, you have to live it as vivid. I passed on the coke like a Pepsi lover. So close instead. Nowadays... You can find me on No Day Legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got I got another one. <laughs> uh, life call said destiny's on the line. Got a message from the stars that read, hold on, because you're definitely on the rise. I close my eyes and see in full color. Like, is my mind deceiving me, or is it DMT, or does it take 30 years to balance evenly? Am I working when everyone's taking a break? Or better yet, am I dreaming when I think I'm awake? 
or even still? Are we even real? What if what you call unbalanced was even killed? What if so-called reality was science fiction? Is the life always wanted based on my intention? What if fear was an unjust mind's invention passed to the masses to keep us out of higher living? Or what if losing was disguised as winning? Or what if choosing was disguised as sinning? Or only a fool could say sky's the limit. What's the word? Because you humans haven't seen through my disguise yet. I heard stories, but I ain't seen a nigga fly yet. Listen to lectures that have penthouses and projects, but I can't believe it till I see it with my eyes, Jack. Sir. Hello? I see you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got another one, Red? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrolls were scripted. Poles have shifted. Souls have lifted. Souls have drifted. These niggas lame in the street. I'm Rick James. I'm... Wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I said, uh... Come on, Lord. Hold on. Got it. Life is what you make it. You direct the movie. Welcome to the Matrix. Midnight Marauders. New World Order. Know the ledge. No known borders. Blog talk. Quarters. Sergeant Slaughter. Clark, Clark, Clark Kent. Peter Parker. Red and Blue. Part-time reporters. New World Disorder. Full-time superhero rules. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Two militants doing their due diligence. Crazy ball heads. Blue gossip. We two prophets. We pitch pearls. We don't do gossip. Red and blue popping. We really boss it. Strapped for combat. Trapped in contracts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got any more callers on the call, please? Nah, not right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't got no more callers in the call queue. But, like I said, for the family, um, please, like, these next upcoming shows, we are going to be dealing with the network. We're going to be dealing with some economics. We're going to be dealing with some solutions for all of the family out there who both are looking for a way to get off of the plantation, for those of us who are not on the plantation but are looking for some economics, okay, we have some solutions. We're not claiming to have the end-all, be-all, and, you know, the uh, all of the pills that you need, but we definitely have what you need, okay? We definitely have solutions. So look forward to that. Um, just be ready to move. That's the only thing that's holding us back is us. All right? So that's all I want to say. Yes, indeed. I just want to say, um, you know, me, Nino, and G Money, we all we got. We got. You heard? And for the family out here in Houston, um, just get at me, holler at me. If there's any family out here in Texas that want to plug into a, a community, a conscious community, I'm going to be out here for a few more, maybe two more weeks. Um, we may be doing a gathering on Sunday and an, an initial lecture next Sunday. So holler at me, uh, filthmore at gmail. Hit us up on Nodalesh TV backslash Facebook. You know, 
let's do this thing because we want to build up a network in Texas. I'm going to be here back and forth, so we, 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 we are working towards building up this network. So get at us, you know what I'm saying? It's as easy as that. Or if you know somebody, if you're listening to the call and you know somebody in the Texas region or the Houston, Texas, or Dallas or whatnot, just get at us. It's easy, you know? Let's do this. Yeah. I had tremendous right. cool and sex appeal ever since attending school in Ebbsfield, IS320. Nino Brown, G-Money, right. we all we got. Frack houses and weed spots littered the landscape. My table section in the lunchroom was tantamount to VIP. Access granted if you knew the handshake. Jordans and Harachis. Idol Posse was deep, Dunny. She's taught me the ABCs on how to grate my cheese and keep money on the increase like yeast. Pockets infected on full-blown. Dreaming of a billion. My pockets full-blown. Prefer you call me William. <laughs> Look, before we leave, though, let me um, let's get that full moon breakdown from Child Dom Wisdom Bella. Oh, the, the queen, yeah, the queen is in the shower. Um, you know, I don't know, if she'll be able to share that. But um, do you have any insight on the moon tonight, family? Tonight is a very, very powerful night to take advantage of this uh, Aquarian moon. You did. So I'm going to drop the link in the chat room that she did. But um, if you have anything that you want to share, you know, please do that. Um, you know, this particular moon, outside of it being referred to as the blue moon, you know, and this happens once in every blue moon, you know, like the brother said, it's an Aquarian full moon. Um, I'm I'm dealing with this whole energy of renewal. You know what I'm saying? It marks a, a different meaning and a different anniversary for me. You feel me? This marks a, a life cycle that I um, you know, I don't really care to speak on all of that publicly. You know? Okay. Um. I would do you, if you want me to I could share something with the family. Uh, yeah, yeah. I could you know I could read I could read something. All right, family. This Aquarius full moon has an extra bit of creative magic with the sun in Leo. The time is potent to follow our hearts to create new pathways. There is a simultaneous shedding and emerging as we focus to ground our visions into form. Some deep activations happening as well, so we must move with the changes. Allow what wants to come forth and trust our inner knowing and guidance. All right? This week's full moon is the second full moon to take place in Leo slash Aquarius. The first one occurred on July 2nd, 2013. The energy of Leo is heart-centered and heartfelt. Leo's confidence comes from knowing what lies at the heart of life, creativity, Right, love, generosity to others, and a deep sense of self. The royal nature of Leo stems from this self-confidence in life. When we realize that we are responsible for the choices we make in our lives, we are not powerless even in the face of oppression. 
Leo is the power of fire, of spirit, of creativity. Fire consumes, warms, and illuminates. Fire symbolizes purification and transformation. The alchemical fire transforms our consciousness, opening us to deeper insights and wider understanding. The second Leo Aquarius full moon activates the energy of one of the four ancient Persian royal stars considered to be sentinels of humanity's evolution. The Leo sun, this full moon, is on the royal star Regulus located at the lion's heart. When the sun is on Regulus, it bestows power, authority, and honor to those worthy of them. So let us be worthy to take our own authority into the world. Let us own our inner queen and inner king. The moon is an airy power sign of Aquarius, symbolizing the cosmic mind. Just as the archetypes reflect the basic principles of the divine order, the Aquarian mind reflects the higher order of thinking. Aquarius offers us freedom at the same time as it demands that we find ways to work together for the benefit of all humanity. We need that larger vision if we want to evolve humanity beyond our culture of violence, self-centeredness, and domination into one of peace, partnerships, and creativity. Other energies that are at play, Mercury and the asteroids Vesta and Ceres join the Leo sun at the full moon. This adds a sharp creative mind, a sense of self-empowerment, and real nurturing to the sun's power. Vesta gives us the focus and passion to pursue your goals. Ceres wants us to look at how we use food and nurturing and fertility. Mercury shows us how to use our minds to process and perceive life. In Leo, they want us to show the world who we really are. I got balls. Like I could go on. I got balls. I could go on. Like I got balls. I was that was thorough, and it definitely spoke to, you know, many things that are taking place in my life at this particular time. So that was right on point. I would encourage my my MCs to please hit the booth tonight. You know, even if you don't have a booth, just write. Or or yep. your garage band or something, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I, just what we did just now with the rhymes, we didn't e- yeah we didn't even know all of that, but we just got on the show, spit some fresh paint, you know what I mean? Got some balls out there, yeah. and, and that's the energy. Excuse me. All day, I've been multitasking, and one of the things that I've been doing is just re-entering rhymes from a smaller book to my main book. You know what I'm saying? Which would be the uh, you know the official book that I'm using to say okay all of these pieces is what's going on Pablo so I've been transferring going over and just fitting myself in my own mind like yo just make a personal space some place some time tonight bring down some more creativity um, I just been in creating mode I, I created some ill some graphics that I've been um, telling myself for like the last 10 years that I was going to do, I did it today in like 10 minutes. Epic, you know, just this wonderful energy, tapping family, especially brothers, if you got a whiz at home, you know, this, this, this full moon feminine energy is about her. You know, me being a water sign, me resonating with that blue, and me understanding the full moon or the moon in itself is, is also tantamount 
with a saw, a cesarean energy that happens to be one of the entities that uh, walk with me, I'm really going to make this moon do what it do. So with that said, yeah, you know, we're going to call it an early night so the family could prepare, prepare themselves and, and really get it in, really pull on some of this energy and make it all worth the while. You know what I'm saying? Go lay up with your old lady, hold and tell her you love her. You know what I'm saying? Ask her, is there anything that you can do for her? Feel me? You'd be surprised what they're willing to tell you if you're willing to ask. So just open up the floor for conversation. Be very mindful, like I said, that, you know, the mother, whiz, other women in your life, your daughters, you know, be, be extra gentle with them during this particular time and this period. You know, if nothing else for the next two or three days, just be very mindful of that. And let that be your walking meditation, you know, from that point on. But at least make sure that you're doing it or being mindful, not to be argumentative, you know, or, or just deal with any aggressive energy. Don't let the lower aspect of Leo, you know, run through you and take things over. But, uh, Mark, yeah, that's about it. Shout out to Rod Cool, Cosmic Chris. I know they did their thing out in Shot Town this weekend. You know, I'm waiting to hear some feedback on that. Shout out to Brother Polite and entire New Covenant family as well. Of course, he will be Mark. doing a debate this weekend with the Brother Malik Zulu Shabazz. And, um, you know, I look forward to the aftermath. And when I say that, I mean them getting together and exchanging. Some information, you know, the brother said that he was involved with real estate. You know, I, I really would love to see some of the Panther chapters in various cities, you know, switch up in terms of their approach on how they're making the city set up. They utilized loopholes in the law when they initially came out, you know what I'm saying, to talk from biscuits and show up in these uh, quote-unquote power centers, you know, the city halls and and other chambers where they do legislation and commerce as well, you know, I would love to see them also step into a whole nother format and forum, start taking over these, these shells, these empty homes, these empty apartments and buildings, and start dealing with housing for the people because if it's not food, clothing, and shelter, you know, as Sabi said, you know, it's just going to fall to the wayside. You know, it's going to become part of the weight that needs to be shed in order to move forward. Food, clothing, and shelter. Again, shout out to Marcus Moseas Garvey, you know, everybody that participated in honoring his life and his legacy this weekend. It's not just a um, a day out of the year, but it is a mindset that we need to continuously grow with and make it be stronger and stronger through our daily travels. All right? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, being that we in that feminine energy blue, uh, would it would it be all right to close out on that Shy Rock verse on Control remix? Of course, why not? There you have it. That's what it is. That's what it is. I see we got one more hand up in the call queue. Can I go ahead and open that line up before we get off the show? Yes, you can. All right, call it from the eight six zero six eight zero. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Hold on, my computer's slow.
All right, give me one second. Can you go ahead and open that up for me? All right. The call up the six eight zero. Call a piece. You're not rocking with the best. Good evening, fellas. Hey. You know, I was hoping to catch y'all before y'all log off. But in particular, with one dude that just talked about, you know, it's kind of bad. Cause I really want to say something to Malik, but that may be running off off the blog. So you know, I get mad, but that's cool. Um, with the thing with the finance situation, y'all guys got something on the rise. In particular, I was hearing earlier about that. Because it, said, yes, it sounds like because it was something that it was put into thought on my behalf because, you know, I'm a student in school and all that crap and work. And I was thinking maybe it might be beneficial to probably not even deal with the thing we call plantation. But I don't know. So well, thought. yeah, what, what we have and what we're going to afford the family to do is to take advantage of, you know, being in situations like being in school or being on the plantation where you are part of a network and, you know, your network might not necessarily, that might not be the people who you speak to about quote-unquote consciousness. So maybe mm-hmm. if you talk to them about economics and ways to get money, then that will have, you know, because sometimes we don't have anything to talk to uh, 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 these people about because if it's not about consciousness, we just don't want to have anything to say to them. So now when we could talk about, you know, making money and, you know, getting down with certain programs where they could also make money and they could profit as well, then it opens up the floor to have healthy conversations and healthy relationships. So that's what we're going to bring to the table. So you have an advantage now by being in college, or you have an advantage now by being in a, in a corporate structure where there are all kind of people around you and whatnot. Now you could pitch them ways to make money because everybody, what, 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 what speaks to our self-interest these days but money and economics? Of course. No, 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 so, no, no, no. yeah. Yeah, so that, in regards, yeah. Yeah, in regards I, I, it just brings thoughts. In my head, but one thing important is that don't you have to bring something to the table before I mean discussing this, like something that we good at or anything? So we can't just talk about economics, and we have to have something like you know, me as a person is that I could probably talk about economics, but I had to bring something to y'all to the table to really deal with it. Wouldn't that be beneficial or true? Wait, repeat that question. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'll try to be clear. Like, said me, I had to have some set of skills to bring to y'all. If I'm gonna say we're gonna deal with economics, I can't just be. I don't have. The, I can't deal with nothing besides save little money right here. There, I had to be. You know what I'm saying? To really. No. If it was no. Oh. No marketing is you know multi-level marketing and you know building on the network. It's mm-hmm. the the skill that you're looking at. I'm, we're not talking about skills where you have to be certified, a certificate or you have to have a diploma or letters behind your name and things of that nature. We are in the business of training. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be in the business of training our network and our group the same way that we're being trained. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Believe me. So it's going to be rather, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is about empowering. We're trying to empower the consortium. 
as as opposed to saying, you know, like the brother Amir came on the show and he he was the one that really opened it up for us when he said that, you know, we can allow people to come forth to just talk about, you know, what they're doing and look at me or buy my stuff or just buy my products and this is what I'm selling. No. You know, it's about because that's not that's not really you know, I, I rather I rather empower the collective. We we we've had shows where there's thousands of people on the call. And when we hang up the phone and when we get off the call, yeah, the information is great. You know, but what's still what's what's something what's the uh, uh, um you know, something that we all can relate to is that many of us still are dealing with situations at home, situations, you know, where we don't have enough, situations where we may get off the phone at midnight but 6 a.m. we dread to wake up because we we got bills over our head and things of that nature. So right now, like, and even the brother Malik Shabbat, Malik Zulu Shabbat spoke about it tonight, there's there's issues that need to be addressed. Everybody can't afford to buy a, a house on a tax lien at this moment, so we have to build ourselves up. Everybody can't even afford to create a um LLC which costs about three hundred to five hundred dollars. So we have to build ourselves up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the cheapest yeah, no. the, the cheapest business that you could that you could create is a website at five dollars. You know what I mean? That's just one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting that out there but I'm just saying that's not what we're dealing with. But that's an aspect of what we have to offer. So, you know, we are going to put the information out there. We're gonna see who responds. We're going to create a group that's going to be off the radio, okay, because this is not information for everybody to just run with. We're going to create our group, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to build, you know what I'm saying, because it's building time. And we owe it to ourselves, and we owe it to our audience, especially the family who has contributed to the Nodalege Fund. Like, they they get first bid. That's fair. That's very fair, you know what I'm saying? Well, like I said, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, y'all doing wonderful things, and I'm probably going to win and put some thought. And, and like I said, if if really if I'm really really serious in what y'all doing, because you know the net is very powerful. Sometimes we're gonna to have to probably talk more serious once I come to the conclusion that's something that I really would like to you know deal with y'all brothers because like my parents, my parents come from the island too, so you know I can see that you know we most people from the island we have that working mentality still you know. That susu. Yeah. Oh yeah, susu. <laughs> we got that susu going. You know, yeah, people from the yeah. islands know how to win. Yeah. You know, you they know, know that it takes it's, it takes the collective to win. They understand yeah. network. I respect Africans. I respect. I respect the family from the islands. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because. I respect our, our, um, our Latino brothers and sisters, especially like yep. the Mexican. I, I I respect the people who I can see with my eyes who are utilizing these concepts and they're winning. Group economics, uh, things of that nature. They're winning because they're utilizing form- ancient formulas in a modern-day uh, society. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, on you that know. note, guys, I'm going to let you all sign out because you know, I have other things to look at. Is that twelve? Oh, and for everybody know, shout out to Brother Omar Johnson on his thirty ninth birthday today. Peace out. Oh, it's Brother Umar's birthday. He's a Leo, indeed. Yep, this is the last. Shout out to yeah. Brother Umar.
Yes, and he will be coming forth on KTL in the very, very near future. Salute to that soldier. I was just watching Hidden Colors uh, Part One with the uh, with the Queen and her and her mother this weekend. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know that that is powerful, powerful. It never, it never, it never lets me down. You know what I mean? That DVD, uh, that documentary does wonders. I saw a video where the brother Tariq Nasheed was in a Luxor hotel in Las Vegas with the um, Young Money rapper Tiger and his entourage, and they were talking about what Hidden Colors uh, is doing for them. So yeah. you know, shout out, yeah, shout out to that brother and everybody that's yeah. spreading that Boy. information. Boy, one thing, okay, I know you're about to play a song, or maybe not. I'm trying to remember that song y'all played, like, was it last month? I was going to request a song. It's called Money Make It. I, I, damn, I forgot the name of the song, yo. It had, like, a nice beat to go. If I wish I knew the name of the song, bro, I would say we could play that to end the show. I was going to hear that who, who was on the show? I mean, who was no, on the show? Um, no, the song? it I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded. It's something that was dealing with um, is the KTL Fun Network that episode when you had um bunch of brothers, Phil Valentine, Polite, Yara Sheet, and you had like a song at the end of it. And I forgot the name of the song though. <sighs> Sorry, bro. I wish I knew the name of the song that I made, man. But it was nice. I was hoping that to hear that one last time too. I got to, yeah, we we might not be able to play that tonight, but um, I'm going to go right. check out what it is that you're talking about. So on Friday's show, okay. I'll rinse that for you. But tonight we're going to close okay, out fine. with this control remix with Shy okay. Rock on that feminine energy for this moon tonight. So for all of the family on the call, I want to say salute. Let's utilize this energy of this moon tonight to win. Let's plant our seeds like the Brother Blue said. If you got the whiz in the crib, you know what I mean? Like, do something special for her tonight. Feel me? You know, do something. Make her feel appreciated, okay? And I'm over here. I'm working on getting this baby into the world. So, you know, that's what it is. So I want to say salute to everybody. And the baby, when it comes to arrive, the baby comes. Yeah, they said babies come off the moon. So, you know, she's, she's ready to come into the world. Alright. Uh, another ancestor uh, coming to bless us. Alright. Cool. Huh? Thank you. That's another ancestor coming to bless us in the world. Indeed. You know, Indeed. No doubt. Yeah. Alright. All right. Good night, so, y'all. Salute. Salute. No doubt. Peace. Alright. Blue. Yes, sir. We have one more hand to shout out, man. Alright. Call up from the nine one six nine fifty five. Peace. Peace, fellas. Oh, peace, peace, fellas. I ain't raised my hand, man. But you y'all call on the big brother, right? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking to the red pill and blue pill. This is hot. I'm out here in Cali, man. I ain't even really. Uh-oh, uh oh, Westside. You know it. You know it. I'm out here. What's going on with you? Up here at North Maine, you know, doing it, doing it, you know. Just uh, laid back, uh, uh, you know, listening to the uh, show. I didn't listen to the whole show, although, but, <clears throat> man, what more can I say? Just keep on doing what you're doing, man, and you guys, uh, it's, now, okay. Now, let me know if I get too personal. 
I'm not observer because okay. I'm way over here in Cali and stuff. But it's okay. just, it's just one um, function that I feel is very vital to what you guys are doing. And I don't know if you guys are dialed in with each other or what what's the deal. But if you guys get together, I I just see the roof being blown up off this but because it's certain type of entities, which includes us, that when we connect that the Godhead, stuff happens. It erupts, it manifests so so bright that, you know, can't stand to be around us. So with that being said, <clears throat> I see her to do the tears. Man, he got so much information to collab with you guys. What's the deal with that? I mean, I just want to know. Uh, if I'm getting too personal, just let me know, but like I said, I'm not observer. You say he has so much information to collab? Yeah, to collab with you guys and what you guys are doing with, you know, what the next step you guys have took this to it, uh, you know, with the TV and whatnot. It's just, uh, you guys so... I mean, yeah. for anybody uh-huh. who um, who's familiar with early Notalized TV, uh, you know, we got a YouTube channel, um, Filthmore 08 Notalized TV, we started in like '08. We got about 150 videos up there, and you'll see the young guy prominently featured in many of the earlier videos when we were in Harlem, when he was a resident of uh, New York City. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, he, he's part of he's part of the cycle. He's part of the he's part of the trajectory that we've been on. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And you know he does he does good work where he on his radio station you know what I'm saying he puts out a lot of information um, mm-hmm. I I I benefited off of a lot of the Moorish information that he brought forth in the uh, 08 07 era you know what I mean alongside with True Master alongside Hakeem Bay and all of those who came before so yeah. you know it's all good it, it's definitely yeah. all good. Okay, cool, cool. <clears throat> yeah, because I just wanted to make sure everything was love and light. Because like I said, I'm a big bro out here, man. I, I got my eyes on y'all, man. You guys are doing these big things. and just want everything to, you know, stay on the one. And, and oh, no, nah, bro, we good here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We are definitely good here. You you see what we do. We open up the floor and we bring, mm-hmm. you know, we bring forth to the family Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, we 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 just, you know, we the, we the pillars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, if, even if yeah. even if you look in the um, even if you look in the archives, we got a show with I said the Duke of Tears sometime in 2010 when he was a guest. Okay, so, you know, that. well, that's what I'm saying though. You know, all of us do something different. You see, but once we connect, it's like this that link, man, and it's like it blows stuff up, you know. So it's like I just like to see that again. I was just speaking on it's like the the healing circle, you know, that cycle. What you speak on, it's like where you start, that's where you end. So you know you that's complete <laughs> that cycle. You see what I'm saying? So no that's doubt. like that. You see, that's that's an indication that we ain't in yet because that cycle didn't come. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> I might just run the bell and, you know, 
chime in right there, let you know, man, because right now, because what I see you guys doing, what I'm hearing you guys doing is like is like manifesting out here on the West Coast. What we doing out here, I hear is manifesting out there, what you guys be doing. See, and it, it is working like that. I don't know if, you know, I'm the only one that, you know, that's, that's seeing this. Yeah. But yeah. Seeing Where you at on the yeah. West Coast, family? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm up north. I'm up inside. You know, I got links out uh, out in uh, L.A. I know Blue been out there for a while and stuff. It wanted I'm about to come up north, though, so starting okay. next month, I'm going to be on my up north campaign, meeting well, the family up there. I'm getting, huh? Uh, you should stop and sack. You know, we can, we can um, you know, run the streets and, uh, and let them know what's going on and stuff and hit the major spots, you know, where we at. You know, uh, yes, sir. You got, yeah, you got that number on the um, on the time, man. Let's write it down, man. You know, keep in contact. Yeah. It's H O L. It's Hyle. Hyle. That's that's where I am. All right. Appreciate it, Lord. Have- I definitely appreciate that call, man. Yeah, most definitely. And I thank you for that question too. No doubt. I, I, I mean, man, it's just been you know the ether, man. It's just been. And feeling it and stuff, you know, and, and you guys answered it tonight, you know, <laughs> without me asking. Yes, yeah. it was like you know, spirit was like, and I want to say, I was like, what? All right, <laughs> so it's good. It's good. It's high energy always, man. Like I say, my top my number down, man, and uh, you know, hit me up when you yeah. out here, blue. It's all good. All right. Salute, Lord. Salute to all of the shack and everybody yeah. out there in the San Fran, the Oak. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of the family that's in the West, you know what I mean? We see y'all, and we definitely uh, we want to link up and do something in the near future. Indeed, indeed. And, and Blue, you still out there? L.A., you can, like, chime in with my um, big little brother right now and stuff because uh, he's out there. He got a couple of things with his, his right on time and stuff. So, uh, I'm going to reach um, out to you. We're going to make it happen. All right? Okay, cool. All right. All right, yeah. y'all. Family. Love and yeah. life. One. All right. One. All right. Let's go ahead and rinse this. Let it rip. You dig? What do you say, Blue? Let it rip. All right, family. Here you have it. That control freestyle with Sarak, Kendrick, and Jay Elect. What do you say? Jay Electricity. PBS Mystery. This is God Hop Hop Hop. I look up. Sabrock. The first mothers in the building. Got the Moorish warlords behind me. Katana swords on deck. Iron shopping iron. Ladies and gentlemen, now for my darkest hour Devoured the dopest rappers and roasted remains in the fire Cannibalizing rhymes with sharpened canines and talons Yeah, I'm supposed to be vegan, but catching prey is too easy When every empty's exposed like a flesh wound with some first bleeding And I'm after souls like exorcist versus demon I am only God's body trying to civilize the heathen Busting quadratic formulas and words do not appease me I'm resuscitating, suffocating verbiage from your species Take this beating, then retreat back to the booth and try and redeem Your entire catalog in 24 
God, so far I'm leading. I'm your whole world, your own earth, and y'all are just my seedling. My verses form your universe and personal religion. So bow down with five rounds of our fathers, Hail Marys. Then confess your sins of spit, holy water, hell lyrics like weak lines, cliches, bad puns, and spell errors. I'm the rap errors, and all my shit got clearance. Supreme math, the 12 jewels, and all my shit from clearance. Toe to toe, I don't see dope, you weak MCs. Like I'm the seed, the story for P, and we gon' see who be with no ID inside the VIP. After these, I'm asking bees with asking heat, 120 degrees. Quiet on the set when I'm in beast mode, which one of you breathe? I'm starseed, half human, all amazing. Atomic bomb and watch the fallout of faulty campaigning. Price of your soul is marketed, bought for the highest payment. I do it cause I'm ordained to, you do it so you'll be famous. Came in and F the game up, now wiki me, look my name up. Just picture me without victory, hit me after a I wait like Elijah without the nation, Tucson without the Haitians, Sarah without the winners like Pyramid, without the apex, dopest vocalist with Belovian ovaries, held you sons of my uterus, I'm the reason you're doing this, strengthen your lyrical cords with my umbilical cord, created you and now you don't held the lyrical cord, I lend to your heart and seven your ventricle pause, watch you bleed as I proceed to destroy your integral parts, and then you fall to your knees and plead for reprieve, but I cannot leave until the mic is redeemed, an extension of me like final column told up nerve and dings the brain of the game like mister you mentally sleeping i'll take you so deep in the black hole where light been i'll open your pineal gland so black spews like ink pen got you out the triple stage on the staple stage in the state of age how you claiming best but i ain't ripped the page yet studied under masses you ain't hardly came of age yet call you top dog nobody got my newbies i look after your after like after i murder your music you hard but i'm harder like crystal the diamond like crystal a lion and you wish you had never spoke now they sick me behind you now tell me who been they ruling and pass me the effing title You should have kept an eye like it used to get toughest rival I'm counting and chopping hats off your metaphorical bodies String them around my neck like reminders of how I body these One little, two little, three little gentlemen That lay down and pray now The crown goes to the feminine Never explaining the mind Double the script for my alias Aliens who respond Peddling sin thinking maybe when you get old You realize I'm not gonna fold the demise I don't smoke crack, motherfucker, I sell it. Bitch, everything I rap is a quarter piece to your melon. So if you have a relapse, just relax and pop in my disc. Don't you pop me the fucking pill, I'ma pop you, then give me this. Hell, flex to drop a bomb on this shit. So many bombs win the alarm like Vietnam on this shit. So many bombs make Farrakhan. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun. Too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.